into the Spider-Verse was good, but then across the Spider-Verse was better. Let's go. Gunshots to start it off. Is them more like cars got me feeling like it's so too much of a beating, but I can't give up. I'm so tired. This movie was fire. Soundtrack was fire though. Okay, now nah, it shit that that first that first Metro, DJ sound fire. Metro Boomer getting his money by the way. Mm. He getting that Marvel money looking different. Yo, looking different. Shout I out to Disney. Let go. Just to save you, I give all of me. Yeah, I can hear you screaming now, calling me. Mm. It's my fault, made you fall for me. So to save you, I give my all. Shit that just give him a check. You, oh, okay. Cause when I ran into you, he don't care about that radio shit. I'm about to say, cause he don't do the radio. Wipe your tears. I hate to see you cry. If you tell me to jump, I ask you how high. I know sometimes it be hard for me to tell the truth, but I go through any obstacle to get to you. We gonna get to this hook one more time, and we gonna get to the show. Treat the world like my guitar, pulling strings for you. Uh huh. Just to save you, I give all of me. Yeah, I can hear you screaming now, calling me. It's my fault, made you fall for me. So to save you, I give my all. <laughs> Sensational. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Has Some Bow Ties. It's the Kid XAB. She made understand what's the guy was good, y'all. Um, any all man? Uh, nah, no. Nah. Life is good. <laughs> Sensational. Life is good. Life is good. Um, mm. I don't really have an all man either. 
I just know that the event I just left, um, I'm not going to name no names because I don't want no, no smoke. But the event I left looked like there was some shit about to happen. And um, I just hope it didn't go down that way. Ain't, That's ain't all I'm going to say. Ain't the, ain't the name of the event called uh, Heart? Uh, listen, listen, man. Niggas wasn't trying to give their heart? Everything was great up until... A particular moment where particular moment where it wasn't, like, and you was like, you, you did that. You, I just, you I just, this, I just didn't want to see nothing go left, so I just hope it didn't go left. But did you leave after that or nah? Well, I had to do the podcast. So. Nah, but 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 did you see it and was like, damn, I'm about to tell this nigga, yo, we not we not filming today. Oh no 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 no. Oh all right, all right. nah nah. I don't think it's gonna be that deep. Okay, but um, prayers up. Yeah, I might. Involved. Yeah, might have to have a conversation after <clears throat> to right. make sure that everything is all right. Um, Damn. All right. Cool. I know you didn't see Spider Verse yet, did you? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah, didn't yeah. get a chance to see that. Yeah, did you see Transformers? Nah. Okay. Somebody told me Transformers is revolutionary. Uh, revolutionary is a stretch. Okay. <laughs> they, say, they said it was better than the last one. It was better than the last one you know, for sure. Shout out to Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Shyla hasn't been in that shit over like bro, a decade, bro. His, his days is over. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, been, uh, it's been a minute. Mark Wahlborn, uh, who did he get caught for saying some racist shit? Or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it's my new guy. What's this guy's name? The guy that was in a it's a new kid now taking over. What's this guy's name? Spanish cat. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. He, he's taking over. and He's been in multiple movies. He's been in Spike Lee. She's gonna have it on Netflix. Yeah, he killed that over. role. He killed. He's that taking role. over right now, dog. He's taking over, and he can rap and he can sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and, and he was on Broadway. That nigga next. Yeah, yeah. He's next. He's yeah, next up for though. sure. Uh, it <laughs> might take him maybe what I'm at another three years, three to five, I think, before to like get solidified. Yeah, before you just start seeing him in that kind of Michael. B. Michael B. Jordan, yeah. uh, David Washington. Before Jonathan Majors got into yeah, I, was, I was gonna use him, but I didn't want to say his name. Yeah, I know, I know. Cause my the alignment man, is bad. The my alignment, man, son. I'm I'm still hurt behind this yeah. young brother. God damn, son. Why? We'll see Why? what happens. We'll see what happens. Megan, I hope you treat that man good. Jonathan, I hope you treat that woman good. All right. All right. Uh, he, uh, he, he had to take a thing. I just need yeah. Name, you know what I mean? Because he had to take it there, brothers and sisters. Because uh, her ex husband is is going on platforms What's talking so, about. First of all, I I hated when he did that. I'm surprised it's not on a fucking agenda. Oh, I, we ain't need to put him on. Bro, I that, hated that. that. We I was, just talk, go right into it. I said, Nick, nigga, I put under the comment on it. I said, brother, Megan is dot 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 good. Leave her alone. Don't mention her name. Don't talk about y'all still good friends. Nigga, don't I'm give a fuck about. She looked hurt. She looked more hurt she was, than you she did. She was upset when they when it well it seemed like because they didn't you know we don't yeah she looked upset dog but she it seemed like happy. when they first spoke about that breakup she wasn't a hundred percent with that divorce. This is my opinion. I do not believe in divorce. I believe that if you two are together, unless somebody getting a ass beat, oh my god, unless somebody getting a ass beat. Unless there's a lot of verbal abuse or any type of abuse, any type of abuse, you might want to 86 that shit. However, however, I made vows and an oath to God. That's all I'm saying. I made vows and an oath to God. And you said the oath in front of all these people at the wedding. You promised everybody. So that's that's just me, though. 
I would say I don't believe in Hollywood <clears throat> divorce. Okay, Hollywood divorce and go crazy. What I call Hollywood <laughs> divorce is essentially when things get hard, people just say, "Let's just get divorced." <laughs> We see it all the time. Uh, Niggas get, oh, you, get you, married you, for like three, four years. You're a little broke right now. I'm going to skate up on out of this. Yeah, people get married three, four years, and then, you know what I mean? It's a divorce. And it typically happens when it's one celebrity that marries another celebrity. I was just about to say that. It'd be, it, it be celebrity divorces, really. That's Is this even a real marriage? Yeah. Celebrity relationships, celebrity divorces. They're not, they treat the shit like, Oh, like the shit is a fucking another job. Yeah, uh, I don't like this no more. I don't, I don't wanna, fuck with it. It's, I'm about to leave the job. I'm about to dip. You know, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not even giving two weeks notice. You just you could speak to my lawyers. Yeah, nigga, um, what? Yeah, yeah, that ain't it for me. Well, <clears throat> two new movies came out. We already kind of hinted towards mm-hmm. Transformers. This is spoiler free. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Now, why did so? I have a question. Some of these movie titles just be fucking movie titles. Do did these two movies live up to the uh subtitles? Rise of the Beast? Did they live up to that? Like did you feel like okay, I'm seeing what they mean when they say Rise of the Beast throughout this whole film. I'm seeing what they're talking about. So, there's going to be a spoiler free. Um okay, spoiler free here. Recap saying I guess. So, um in terms of the the bylines, in terms of the subtitles, Transformers 100% was uh, about Rise of the Beast because it, I don't know if you remember, but growing up there was a a show called Beast Wars. I don't know if you ever watched it. I don't that. think I ever saw Beast Wars. I did see Transformers as a kid growing up though. So <coughs> Beast Wars was another version of Transformers. Okay. Where they, so they were supposed to have been transplanted to Earth like a thousand years or, or 500 years. Uh, years before the Transformers got there, okay. so essentially they were there when with pre man. So they transformed into animals right, to, to blend in to protect with the their world. identity. Got you right. So to, to blend in with the planet, they transformed into animals. All right. So now I think I saw that one. Okay. Yeah, I think, cool. Yeah, I think I saw that one. So that's what this one was about to introduce them into um, the fold. Okay. However, um, the movie is taking place. In 1994, so it's oh. before the events of any of the previous Transformers. Oh, okay, so this is like precursor Shia LaBeouf Transformers situation. Yes, 100. percent Those those Transformer movies, by the way, was fire to me. Yeah, yeah those uh, are the best ones. I like I liked all the Transformers that I saw. I was like, these shits is fire as fuck. Yeah, yeah no, the the uh, the first Transformers to me, or well, that first yeah, series, that first series, it was like three of them. Yeah. I don't like what they did with Megan Fox when they Meg- Cut which, her out Which is Which is funny Because if you remember guys The reason why Megan Fox Megan Fox left Because it was like Some sex allegation thing that, that No that, I think her And um, oh no, Spielberg Her and the getting, director Had yeah, They weren't uh, getting along They weren't getting along And he just cut her You know What's so interesting About just this little piece That I'm gonna say on this This is why it's important guys As an actor And an actress You have more power Over what you can do In a film that you are in versus when like they you audition and they cast you because if you're like highly 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 recommended there's no way in hell you could tell me that you about to cut me from this film nigga we don't have to fuck with each other after but nigga if i'm on this film and i know it's gonna be a series nigga i'm gonna treat this shit like ludicrous ludicrous said he wasn't even supposed to be in fucking fast and furious he said ja rule um ja rule was supposed to get that i didn't even know that till the other day he said it in the interview that makes sense he said the reason why he got it 
is because Ja Rule couldn't do it. I said, ain't that a bitch? <coughs> I think one bitch? of the things that's in line with what you're saying is in terms of Megan Fox. Who's an amazing actress, by the way. Megan Fox was often portrayed as like just a sex symbol. Nah, she's and more than because that. of that, it's more than that, I think at that period of time, it was easy for... Um, it was either Spielberg or Michael Bay at the time. One of the two. One of those who made the um, yeah. It was easy for them to kind of just say, yeah, you got to go. Because yeah. we can get another sex symbol and put them in your role. And it'll the movie won't be affected by it. And I think that was a mistake. Because I definitely was looking forward to seeing Megan uh, continue on in the series. Um, I was going to say that definitely was a mistake. And I'm pretty sure that they lost... They probably didn't lose viewership, but they lost people that wanted to be a part of watching the series long term. Because now, what's going to happen now if you have a a, a, a a predicament with another young lady who was a part of the series? Then what? You're just going to keep fucking recasting? I think the problem was it <clears throat> messed up the continuity. That was the start of the end of the continuity. Right. And then all of these extra things started to happen where now you got to take Shia LaBeouf all the way out Which and is wild. put in these new characters that started I mean, to take um, a, a le- center stage. Allegedly, Shia LaBeouf gave a girl HIV AIDS, so allegedly. Ah, well, that wasn't the reason why they... He just started to go into a weird mental space. Yeah, so go off the fucking deep end. Um, but Transformers was, was definitely a good movie. Is definitely one that I would suggest people go. Is that is that is that family friendly? Is that you and your chick? Is that you and the boys? What is Transformers viewership wise? It's all of it. It's, 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 it's okay. PG thirteen. So oh, it's PG thirteen. It, it sits right in the middle. But um, isn't there aren't many PG thirteen ish themes in it at all? It's very much adult shit. Family orientated. <coughs> um, is is less adult than the the previous films oh it's yeah right in the middle previous films was out there right in the middle and they highlight sickle cell which is oh, which wow. is really really interesting so the main character's brother has sickle cell oh wow and that's one of the driving forces as to why he needs to like get his life right. in order and things like that and leads, leads him um onto the path of who is your the plot of the story who, who's your first transformer character what you mean like in like, is it Optimus Prime? Is it like who? Like in the movie or what you no, mean? No, in g- general, like who I like. Yeah, like who, like who, like who do you feel like you like or resonate with the most? I've always I've always liked Optimus Prime, so that's I've always liked Optimus Prime. So I actually, this is kind of <laughs> why, like, I would say this movie is special to me. My favorite um, Transformer was always Cheetor. Oh wow! Who was introduced in this movie? Okay. Cheetor was a Beast Wars um, character okay, and turned out to be like one of the, he's basically the B of Beast Wars. Okay, gotcha. So Bumblebee um, is like courageous, does all these things, and it ends up kind of taking over for Trent, uh, for Optimus when Optimus is like out of Yeah, out of commission. Series. Right, right, right. Um, and that's kind of what Cheetor was in the Beast Wars series Dope. back in the day. So Cheetor is... Is one of my favorite, and Cheetor shows up in this movie, <coughs> which is fine. You you good over there, brother? Bro, yeah. <laughs> it's because I drank the fucking apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it went down the wrong hole. I only got one hole in my mouth. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. One well, hole. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Okay. Uh, another. Like, oh, it went down the wrong hole. What hole are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, moving on. Moving on. 
got, how many holes you got in your mouth? All right. Um, <laughs> next movie that what? was fucking fire. I saw it Friday. <laughs> Gunshot. <laughs> Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Goddamn, what a movie! Now, where do you see this ranked up in all of the animation Spider Man so far that you've seen? In terms of oh like no, nah, this is a this is a top movie. So was this For better sure. than the last one? In my opinion, yes. Was this better than the first one? It's only two. It's only two. So this was better than the first one. This was better than the first one. So what sure. made this one better without spoiling it? Like what? Like what did you feel come from it that you felt like, damn, I like the direction, and so I the, can't wait for the third one. The first one, <clears throat> the first one had a very, I think, simple plot in this in, in the sense of. Just introducing you into that idea, that theme, and that world, and a brand new Spider Man who we're not used to seeing. We're we're used to seeing a white Spider Man. Yes. So you have Miles Morales, um, who is taking over as Spider Man, which has been in continuity since around 2012, 2011, 2012 is when they added that addition. So there's a comic back in the day. It was called Ultimate. Spider-Man. So they had did a series of Marvel where everything was ultimate. And in the ultimate universe, you had like a younger Peter Parker who kind of goes back to the original roots. He's 16. Um, and the story focuses on that young Peter Parker. In that series, Peter Parker dies, which is kind of like different from a lot of Spider-Man series because they normally don't kill him. Um, when he dies, they introduce Miles Morales. And this was around the time where they introduced the Asian Hulk, they introduced the female Thor, and they got a lot of backlash because they felt like people were, uh, well, people were upset that Marvel was doing all of this change to the original characters, and they felt like it was like a diversity hire, basically. (laughs) They were doing a, a fucking... Just revamp and putting all these different diversity um, elements into the stories that didn't need to be there. I I think personally this could be a stretch. I think Marvel was trying to catch up to X Men. X Men had all of these types of characters. Well, X Men is in Marvel, right? But what I'm saying strictly, X Men like by itself, X Men has all type of fucking like X Men could be its own separate thing outside of Marvel. That's a fact. X Men, to me, I, I want to say out of the entire Marvel universe, I want to say. I probably fuck with X-Men more in terms of X-Men has a whole storyline that's so different from all these other characters. I mean, the Spider-Mans, the, um, you know, Hulk, as you mentioned, you know, the Thors, like X-Men. I mean, from what I read, the, the X-Men is really X-Men was based off Magneto himself and Professor X. Those are based mm-hmm. off the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. So. X Men just resonates with me a lot more. <laughs> you feel me? Just I just fuck with X Men, but we are the X Men. <laughs> that we are the X Men. No, I love X Men in terms of X-Men, like though. the theme behind it, like the idea of it being a a way of highlighting the hypocrisy of America because everybody was rooting for these characters as long as they looked white, not realizing that they were the embodiment of civil rights characters Which that you probably were, were still upset at and angry. And when you saw them on TV, you were probably calling them names, but you were sitting there loving Professor X. Professor so, X, dog. Had love Magneto. Like, love Magneto. Yeah. Like, so you sit in there <laughs> loving these comic book characters, and meanwhile, all the while, they're representing who in real life you might have been. 
sitting there saying is you know the, the worst of the worst in the world. Right. Um, right. but um, yeah, across the across the Spider Verse, definitely in my opinion, what made it better was um, the story was a little bit more complex. And the animation was excellent. I mean, the animation was similar to the first movie. Did you get lost? No. So the storyline, you didn't get lost. You didn't get lost with the fucking hundreds of thousands of Spider-Men and women? No, they did it well. They did it well. So the idea is, and this is true, in the Spider-Man universe, they have created a bunch of different types of Spider-Man over the years. They've they've had so many different Spider-Man storylines. Some of them mirror each other. Some of them are supposed to be for, like, cultural references. So mm-hmm. they had um, a Spider-Man that, like, rep- represented the Middle East oh, in wow. this movie. Um, and so that was because they had made, like, a culturally Did that Spider-Man specific- also have a Middle Eastern accent? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Marvel for doing the damn thing. So Representation. They've done a lot of different um, versions of Spider-Man over the years. And that's kind of where the Spider-Verse comes from. Like, that's been a theme in the comic and to bring it to life in this way Mm. it could be corny right like you could make it where it just doesn't make sense but the way they did it was genius the way they ended the movie though had a lot of people upset this movie yes okay well don't tell me shit i'm not gonna tell you but they would you can you see why they're upset just saying that part they're upset for a good reason oh okay um (laughs) Is there a part three coming out? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, all right, cool. Very soon. All right, cool. And that shit, goes to shit. The, probably gonna come out next year. <laughs> the way they ended it. Um. So you'll you'll see once right. you watch the movie, you'll see exactly. Was what I mean. this? Because sometimes out of all of the Marvels, I think there's two. Well, I can't say all, out of all the Marvels. And technically, this is Sony. <clears throat> Sony. Out of. There's only like one or two Spider-Man movies where at the end I cried. When Mary Jane died, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I don't even remember what Spider-Man that was. But when she died, I was like, fuck. Like, fuck. I was upset. And let me see. I think that was it was either oh, two or three. The one where the, 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 yeah, the, the original. Yeah, I think that was two or three. Um, because I, if I'm not mistaken, the one where Mary Jane died when Tobey Maguire played Spider-Man, which to me that was that's my favorite Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Spider-Man of all time. No disrespect to that. Tobey Maguire had me hooked. Um, when she died, I was like, "Damn, Spider-Man is done." But the other Spider-Man that made me cry is when Peter died in the other one, like the 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 the, the last one with I forgot the kid who's playing Spider-Man now. When Tom Peter, Holland? Yeah, when Peter died at the end of that one, I was like, fuck. Because he died at the end of that one. Remember, they, they, they all, they, it was all the three Spider-Mans in this one movie. Right. And then at the end of that movie, Peter died. Which one? Peter. So. I don't think any of them died. Yeah, yeah, they did. Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker died. He died at the end. I got to see yeah, it again. Tom, I think he looked like he was going to die, but I don't think he died. Nah, he died, bro. Okay. Yeah, he died. I was tight. I don't know. I feel like when this is the only character I feel this way for, and obviously Wolverine. When Pete, when something about when Peter Parker dies or the thought of Spider Man dying, that shit affects me. Like I don't like that. <laughs> it, it does. It, it affects me. 
I think, well, Peter, I mean, Peter Parker he represents so much more than Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, Peter Parker is a, amazing. a really good, <clears throat> like, character overall in terms of what he represents. Yeah. So, um, when he, like, they built that character perfectly. Like, they gave it's him. a perfect character. They gave him powers that are unique enough to capture anybody's attention with the, the ability to. To kind of swing through the skies, have the agility, the spider sense. Like, all those things are, like, really, really interesting. And then they also gave him a human storyline. And I think those two things are what make Peter Parker really, really interesting and really, really relatable. Um, And so whenever you do see that character in turmoil... um, Or if something happens to somebody in his life, because remember... When you watch the original Spider-Man on TV, I think the first episode, they show you the flashback what happened between Uncle Ben when he got robbed and then they killed him. And then, you know, um, I think there, there, there was one of those episodes where I think they had kidnapped Aunt May or some shit like that. So, like, watching that series as a kid, you kind of don't even know that these emotions are now being built inside of your brain as you're watching Spider-Man day after day or weekend after weekend, you know, whenever it used to come on. But you resonate with Peter because you don't want nothing. Like, you feel like you're, like, that's your fucking friend. Like, you don't want nothing to happen to him. So when things happen to him, you get affected. Like, as if you like, no! Or they're like, next time on Spider-Man. It's like, no! Like, you know? Yeah, no, the way they built that character is so that you can relate to him as much as possible yeah. and and that's why he's been one of the number one superheroes like literally for a for, long for long ass time, time bro <laughs> long like he's time. on top of that list and he's been at the top of that list for a really really long period of time because right. you relate to him from teenage years mm-hmm. to adulthood like mm-hmm. there there is so much to that story with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility response, which is a crazy quote and it's just like he's human you can't relate even though Batman is one of my favorite, you can't relate right. to Batman as much. Right. All right. We're back. Just to clarify for the audience, Peter didn't die in uh, Spider-Man 3. Uh, he looked like he was going to die. Um, but Aunt May definitely did bite the bullet. Um, but yeah, Across the Spider-Verse, I think, is a fantastic movie. I think that because it's made for families... Um, you know, they play a, a certain type of line, but people die in that movie. So I mean, people die in real life, so they, they have to, you know. They have to cover that. They have to cover it. In the original, in the first one, I don't know if you saw the first one. I didn't see the first one. Okay. In the first one, they play with that theme. So it at least allows you to realize that it can happen. <laughs> right. So um, part two is coming out next year. Um, oh, part two of this? Part two. Oh, so they're calling it part two? They're calling it part two. Um, Even though this will be the third movie under the Miles. It's the third, yes. It's the third movie. Oh, so it's part two of the Spideyverse. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And another movie I have not seen, I don't know if you saw it, it's Fast X. People saying that that's also fire as well. I haven't seen it. People saying it's good. People saying it's good, even though people are saying some shit in there look unrealistic. We, I mean, it definitely look. Unrealistic. I've moved past. I, I moved. Kev on stage covered this. Shout out to Kev. I've moved. I've moved past a point where I'm looking for realism. I'm looking for action, 
and I'm looking for over the top action. This I think ever since what he said five after five or six is when they started to become unrealistic. Yeah, so. it was Transformers. I don't give a fuck. I'm like nigga, just give me the action. Ludacris said this in an interview going back to the Ludacris Ludacris interview. So Ludacris said he was on tour with I forgot which artist, and he said he had to leave the tour. Uh, go over his uh, lines Send the audition tape And he was casted the same night Listen And that was when he got into Because Ludacris got into the What the third The fourth I one I feel like it was around three he or got four got in three or somewhere four Somewhere around there And he said when he did that He didn't know he was going to have His rover praised Time and time again And now he said They're at a point where They're going to be there for As long as the director Wants to make movies He said for all we know They're going to be making At least a hundred of these I was like I could I could see another ten Because they don't look like They stopping and, um, and according to this one It doesn't look like This is the beginning of the end For some of the characters They're still making more Fast and Furious movies after this So apparently Hobbs is coming back There's Hobbs is coming back <laughs> Apparently there's a part 2 To Fast and Furious uh, 10 So it's gonna be 10 too Heard you um, right, So dogs. apparently right. I, Again I haven't seen it But apparently they left This proves my The point. movie on a cliffhanger Okay Um and so it's going to be a part two. We'll see, man. I think this summer is looking good for movies. That's 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 what I'm concluding. Now, the movie that I really want to see, Mission Impossible. They don't disappoint. Y'all can say what you want about this man. I'm gonna let you know something right now. First of all, I did research on him the other day as well. Tom Cruise is one of the highest paid actors in the world. Not white actor, highest paid actors, period. His net worth is insane, by the way. Number two, I did research on this. He doesn't do all of his stunts, but he does most of his stunts. Number three, um, he has a specific insurance company that has him insured because uh, the, 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 the filmmakers on set, they don't want to touch that if something yeah, happens nah, to him. Because he'd be wilding. Number four, um, this last movie that he just did, there's a stunt where he rides a bike off the fucking cliff. They said he did that stunt six times. Tom Cruise is hands down one of the fucking best actors to ever fucking do it. Okay? Y'all can say what you want about this motherfucker. That motherfucker is dead. That's a guy that's dedicated to his craft that he will die for. Now, Will Smith, you say some shit about that. I was going to say, he's at least the most ambitious. Bro, um, Tom Cruise goes crazy. Tom Cruise definitely goes crazy. I mean, Mission Impossible, fucking uh, what what was one of the other movies? I was like, damn, he went um the 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 one that they got where he he he's the air pilot uh Maverick, um Top Gun, Top Gun, which is another which is another fucking class. That's so that that was that started as a fucking game. That was a fucking video game. It's a fucking movie now, guys. Listen, we had we had, we Tom had Cruise is amazing. The Little Mermaid. We had uh, Across the Spider-Verse. This year, we also had Creed that dropped. We had Creed. I'm trying to stick close to the summer. Okay. Um, We got The Flash coming out. We have Fast X. You got Elemental coming out. You got Ninja Turtles coming out. You got a lot of fire movies coming out. A lot out. of movies that I don't look like they are trying to disappoint. Um, So the movies is looking like, you know what I mean? It's, it's looking like it's back. There's been a while where I feel like they were just... Copy and pasting storylines and story plots, putting different characters in it. And it wasn't fun to go to the movies. But so far, even knowing the storyline of Little Mermaid, that shit was amazing to watch. So I spoke to an actor 
who was involved in the, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of the Actors Guild strike. I was about to happening. say, this is about to be the last summer we're going to get this shit. This is the last summer until, so they, they, they're getting close to a settlement. So basically, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say his name, but um, shout out to, you know, who you are. I was with him this past weekend. There's a new BET movie that's out right now. He is the director for that new BET movie, which is now on BET. The movie came out, I want to say, maybe two Mondays ago. Um, and the movie has some notable actors that we all know. We all grew up with uh, one of those actors. She was in um, The Best Man, both one and two. And I think the third one or the second one, her character uh, had cancer. Um, so, uh, and I think she died, she died in one of those actually too. Uh, she didn't make, she didn't make it to the last one that they got like the 10 episode series for anyways. Um, he was telling me that the strike is affecting not just the writers, not just the actors. It's affecting the production assistants. It's affecting everybody in payroll. It's affecting the HR. He said, it's affecting every fucking body. He said, the settlement is probably going to be reached sometime in July, but he said, we're not going to get any new productivity until next year. Literally. So yeah. everything we got now, that that's all we got. Ain't no more movies that is project they're all coming out next year. All is done. He said that. Mo- most of what he is said September's finished. What's so. most of what's getting affected right now is gonna be T V. A lot of the movies <laughs> that are projected to come out for the fall are probably done already or very close to being done. Yeah. You don't really need the writers for those. But if they didn't reach a settlement in july if they don't reach that settlement um next year you're not you're, you're gonna get a bunch of trash movies if if any anything you're not gonna get anything good you're when getting a, a bunch of trash stuff. When, when a director tells you he's hired by bet to help produce and shoot a movie and then in the same breath that director tells you i don't know when my next gig is gonna be nigga you got you, you shit that's wild yeah. <laughs> That's why he don't know when his next gig is, which means he got to wing it at this point right now in terms of whatever money he got. I'm gonna hold on to that whatever whatever check BT gave. You got to hold on to that. Yeah, and they shut they it basically when this happens, it shuts down California. Oh yeah, it's, it's California. California does not the economy is extremely disrupted when these uh, writers guilds and uh, go on strike and things like that. People because ain't working. That is a full entertainment. Like entertainment runs they a large run part that, of the, yeah. the economy, right? Like how Broadway for us, yeah. Broadway when Broadway got shut down, it was bad out here. But even, but I can't even compare the two because when Broadway shuts down, the city ain't stopping. The city not stopping. When, when there is when, a shift though, there is a shift. But the city, right. city is like, damn, that's fucked up. All right, go to the movies. When I'm dead, <laughs> not go to the movies. <laughs> when. Fucking the writers stop. We can't make a movie. You don't have a movie to go to. They like Hollywood has a whole fucking part of the the city dedicated to just movie production studios. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That whole shit is done. <laughs> Not doing nothing, nigga. You about to get a new job? <laughs> you about to start working at the Five Guys, bitch? Yeah, you about to be an in and out, my mother <laughs> motherfucker. Nigga, have you ever have you heard of Uber? Yeah, you probably start doing Uber. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, you should you should start that up, yeah. bro. Like yesterday. Listen, listen, Akon got a Akon got a um. Shout out, Akon been working out. Shout out to Akon. That motherfucker been in the gym. Um, his hairline is still crazy. Uh, <laughs> like like you should go back to being Baltar. Um, you're doing too much. Akon has an interview floating around right now. In the interview he basically says rappers need to get a nine to five and stop acting like nine to fives are bad. Thoughts? 
He was like, nigga, how, how you gonna pay for some? How you gonna pay for studio time if you ain't got a, if you ain't got is steady he, cash flow? Is he talking about rappers that are trying, trying to get on? Try, trying to get on. Oh, for sure. But a lot of them, but, but bro, I've come across a lot of them recently. These niggas don't do nothing. I'll be like, how you getting money? There's no real answer for it. Like, you know oh, what it is? Like, what y'all, what do y'all mean? You know doing? what it is? I'm about to say real a thing. A lot of y'all not selling drugs either. So don't give me that. Y'all a not lot of people drugs. gonna get upset too, but that's what they wanna do. They want the the facade of whatever they think a hood rapper is. Like, I've it's so funny what people align themselves with because they think it represents uh like it represents something. It gives them some type of personality or it gives them some type of like status. And a lot of these rappers want to be drug dealers or they want to be dope boys or they want to be individuals that, you know, don't have to, they got money already. And rapping is just the next step for them to get famous. And it's like, nigga, you just don't have a job. You just don't, you just broke. And, and maybe getting government assistance, maybe you are selling a little bit of drugs here and there or whatever. But I agree with Akon if he's saying like for these rappers that yeah, think. That's just trying to get on all the ones who think that you don't need to do nothing in the meantime. He said in the meantime, nigga, work a nine to five. He, these were his desire. He said, if you got to flip a burger, flip a burger. But you're getting legal money at that. So you got to worry about nothing happening. Just pay your fucking taxes and get your bread and then pay for your little studio time. And I get a job. It's not cute to tell your girl, uh, I'm just a rapper and and they say, oh, well, you signed? Nah, I'm still getting it. And it's like, well, what do you do to to get it? what do you do to get it, my nigga? (laughs) Nah, I'm rapping. I'm in these streets. You're not going to tell her off the, you're not going to tell her off rip. You're selling drugs. Some girls might like that. I don't think the average girl is going to even be okay with that. She's going to be like, so you just started selling drugs? Like she might be inquisitive like that. So how long you been doing that? Because if you just started, my nigga, don't make a career out of it. This might not be this. This might not be for you. Well, I mean, this goes into another conversation that we said we were going to have a little bit later, but we could have it now. Okay. In terms of, there are women that are okay with that. Oh yeah, that video. You saw that video? No, I didn't see the video. What are you referring to? There's a video with a guy. He asked the chick. Oh no no no! That, that's a that's a completely separate thing. The video I'm talking about is some dude who he, he he asks like all these girls, "Would you rather the guy who tells you no?" For oh yeah 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 yeah. That's a whole nother we're scenario. Doomed. We could get into that a little bit later. We're but doomed. we're doomed. What I'm what I'm referring to is there is a meme going around or mm. or a rather a Twitter post. Yeah, and the guy says, "My standards changed when I stopped struggling." I saw. That. We'll get into that that part of it a little bit more, but there. Like, if you're cool and comfortable with hood chicks, and I'm not trying to generalize, but some, if you're cool and them, comfortable... Some of them got the best pussy, too. <laughs> with chicks that are looking up to the city girls as their, like, you know, idols... That's their presidents. Then you being a drug dealer might be something that they're attracted that to. That might work. Because that, they might yeah. look at it like fast money... He making fast money. That mean if I need a Gucci bag, Louis bag, whatever, and drop it a dime, he's scamming. He's doing this. He's doing that. I could get what I want. For the scammers and drug dealers who listen to the show, you don't need to self-incriminate yourself. But <laughs> for those who listen to the show, does the pussy get better when you buy her that bag? Does the pussy get better when you give her money? Does the pussy get better when y'all going out and you know everybody looking at her and not necessarily you? I mean, they see that you're there, but they're looking at her. 
Does the pussy get better? That's a question I want you guys to ponder, and and you can tell us discreetly in the inbox. Okay, as you were, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes into this this other conversation here, which is so the dude says, dude's name is Marcus. This actually looks like this is from Facebook. Um, my standards changed when I stopped struggling. I couldn't see myself dealing with a woman who'd be with a broke guy. Some women don't understand that some men will resent you for being with them at their lowest because they know that their dream woman would never accept them like that because she has standards. I was with him until the last paragraph or the last sentence. Yeah, yeah, rather. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, listen, man, we've said this a thousand times on this podcast. We have to stop letting money be the main indicator of whether we're going to stay with somebody or not. We we, we got to choose another um integrity uh bracket or you know barometer or something cuz I can't be with a girl and all of a sudden I get rich or I get into a crazy bag or a crazy financial situation and now I'm like you know what I could get a better check now. Yo, thank you so much for your time. Bro, that's wild. It is, but the reality is, is that door is now there. That that door being there is insane too. It, it's a, and this is what I think certain women don't understand, right? Like yes, when, that's wild. when you meet, if you're not, if we're not basing things on character, right? And, and we're just strictly money. And we're basing it off of money and, and beauty. And or just, you know, you being at an elevated place in your life. Whatever superficial. Yeah. Because if for men, it's trying to get the baddest chick, quote unquote, they right. could get, right? right? For women, it's trying to get the dude who has the most finances. That's if we're only on a superficial level. I'm not saying that everybody is dating that way, but right. these are some of the things that tend to be the first thing brought up in certain dating conversations. Mm-hmm. So if we're going based off of that, one, the chances of a dude getting more money is higher than the chances of a woman getting more quote unquote beautiful, right? Like there's a ceiling. <laughs> I know people ain't going to like that Damn. one. There's a ceiling of beauty, right? Like you could get only so many surgeries. You can get, only so much makeup and there is something called father time and at some point you're going to get to an age where most people start to now only appeal to maybe a smaller amount of men like just saying it that way i have a question for you you know as we talk about this who ages better to you men or women I mean, societal surgery or no surgery. Societal standards would say men because of the way age aligns with wealth. So but what what does that mean for you in terms of women? I'm gonna get back to that okay. once I finish my point. Got you. Um, so you you can only have so much surgery. You can only have so much makeup. You can only have all of those things. But a man. Naturally, the, pro- the the progression of life is you're going to get a better job. You're going to get more salary. You're probably going to be in an elevated position closer towards the uh, between like middle age. 
Yeah, the older the older yeah. you get, forty fifty, you might be where you want to be at. So if you're looking at those two <laughs> things, right. a man kind of is at an advantage if you're gonna only go on those superficial levels. Yeah, if you're going only on that, that that he can only get richer. And so I be trying to tell women, we said this on the podcast. If he elevates his financial status and he's still single, right? Like y'all haven't been like, cause what you said before is definitely wild. Like if you've been with somebody for a minute, sure niggas do it every day and you get a bag and then you like, Oh, well a girl I'm with now I, I, I can get better because deuces that, that would only mean that girl was really this might be crazy that girl was only there really to serve as a struggle healer a placeholder a placeholder in your moment in time of struggle you know she will hold it down you know she would pick up the extra slack with the bread you know she would be there for you if you had a bad day at work and now you got a better job you still look the same you still sound the same. Dick still the same size. Dick still the same size. But you know what? The bag has supplied all the needs that you really wanted. You 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 knew your dick was that same size. You didn't really care about putting money towards getting that bigger. You knew your apartment was, was still whatever. You kind of like where you live. You bought a train station. And you kind of knew your girl was just, you know. In, by the train station. In your mind, you know, you told yourself she was a 73 and in her mind, from what you've told her, you told her that she was the baddest bitch alive. As soon as you get that money, you really gonna let her know. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm I'm thinking I'm moving in another direction. She's gonna ask where, and you're gonna say my direction. That's because she never, like you said, she was never what yeah, you really you never truly really wanted. Want, you never really wanted her. She wanted you. You needed her. So <coughs> it goes back to the point I'm making in terms of like. Sad. When women don't want to focus on a man's character more than their pockets, and Mm-mm-mm. let's say that man is not like financially in the best place, mm-hmm. they like that man, mm-hmm. but that's just the one thing. I tell them, what do you think is going to happen when he gets to that place? Do you think he's still going to be looking at you, or he's going to be looking at the next level of quote-unquote women? Bro. Women push men to make more money than men push women to make more money. And that's the realest shit ever. Oh, for sure. That's the realest shit ever. But what do you think happens when, like, we just laid it out, right? A man who has finances and even a little bit of age Mm -hmm. becomes more valuable. So when that happens, if you're not like, yo, I really, really like this dude, but he's not at his peak yet. I can see he's he's a hard worker, he's ambitious, he's trying, but he just doesn't make the money that I really see my lifestyle aligning with. When he does make that money and you come into his life now, him knowing that when he didn't make the money, you were like, nah, I'm cool. How do you think that's going to play out? This is my opinion on how this would play out. If a chick is with a man and she really wants him to make X amount of dollars and that's quote unquote the only thing that she feels like needs to change in their relationship for it to go to the level that she wants it to go. She has to understand that once he starts making more money, 
the relationship will is going to turn from our relationship to his relationship. If he even wants you. Because <laughs> that's my point. My point is... He might not want you he, based on how you are projecting him making more money. He might not want you because now his, his fucking dating pool has elevated. On, quote, unquote. On top of that... Let's say he let's say he's making more money and he gets like a crazy position at work. His time now is limited with you. He's at work more now. He's working more hours or he's doing other things that is taking up more of his time throughout the week and possibly the weekend. Can you realistically say him getting the money was a better like like, is that better for the relationship? I think that's a good conversation, too. Because, you know, something just happened to me last week, and I just broke it down to my partner, and they told me straight up, you have to work a mandatory of 45 hours a week. That's what they told me. They was like, it don't matter which way you split that up. You could do one hour on one day. You could do four hours, in one, but you got to do mandatory 45 to help offset what we're not able to pay you. And I was like, okay. They was like, oh, yeah, by the way, your schedule's going to be the evenings. Mm. No more morning shifts It's gonna change drastically Ladies what do you want I mean I think that's a that's a good Additional part of the conversation mm-hmm. There is There is the component Where the lifestyle of, of a Really successful man Might mean a demanding Work schedule Crazy. Work lifestyle Crazy. Things of that nature And then on the other end What I'm saying is When I get to make 250k in the year mm. and the girl that i was looking at when i was making 50k she might have been the baddest thing that i've ever seen in my life because at 50k i was going to certain bars i was going to certain clubs i was going to certain restaurants i was going to certain hotels but now with 250k i am in a whole other stratosphere of places that i'm going and i'm seeing a whole other stratosphere of women so now once i got to that 250k and the girl that was fronting on me when i was making 50k she wants to come and be like "Ooh, i see you making 250 now i see the lifestyle that's kind of the lifestyle i want to live are you entertaining that most men are not going to entertain that because now they got access to bernie's burgos most men most men if you really if you just really wanted to smash I'm a little fucked up. So this is what I would do. I'm going to be like, oh, where are you trying to trying to fuck with me now? Oh, where are I? All right, so check it out. So meet me at this hotel and we're going to have dinner. And at the dinner, you know, we're going to eat food. We're going to laugh. We're going to talk. We're going to joke around. At the end of the dinner, I'm just like, no, all right, cool. So this is our first and last date. I, I appreciate your time. I just want to see where your head was at and all that. What you did? No, no, no. You didn't want me. When I was making 50, what makes you think I should keep you when I'm making 250? Have a great night. I already paid for everything, by the way. Have a great night. I mean, the reality. That's what I would do. The reality is that realization is not lost on men. And I think sometimes uh, there are certain women that think that the man is so in love with them or so enamored with them that they kind of overlook that when they was down you wasn't really on them, but when they up now, you trying to enter back into their life. 
And that's never lost on men. It's either the man is, is going to accept that and kind of let bygones be bygones. And that's why he got with you. Or he's going to be resentful in the sense of you didn't want like that's where I, separate, I, I differ from what this guy is saying. I don't think the I don't know many men that would be mad at the girl or resentful at the girl that was with them when they were down because they they get money and now they want the the girl of their dreams and they know that that person wouldn't have accepted them when they were down. What type of down are we talking about? Because Lawrence, three years on a couch. Because Lawrence is not going to be mad at Issa because Issa was with him when he was down. He definitely can't be mad at that. How are you going to be mad at that? Why would you be mad at that? Or why would you resent that? That she, shit don't make no sense to she's me. She's holding it down. She ain't got to. But just for her wanting to hold it down says a lot about her character. You're not resenting that. Now, there's only certain, there's only one scenario where I could see the resentment that he's talking about coming into play. And that is. If a man is absolute shit, like he is who we were just talking about before. I'm a rapper. I don't got no job. I'm just mooching off of you. And you're okay with that. But that has nothing to do with holding down. It has to do with this person has no self-esteem that, or this person has no boundaries and they're just letting me walk all over them. Facts. That's where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, when he goes up, he's probably not going to stay with you because he probably thinks that you will be here no matter what. He can shit all over you and you'll be fine with it. Insane. Other than that, I way prefer a partner that is like, yo, you're not in the best position, but I like you and I know you. That's what that's what we need. And I know you're not going to be in this position for ever. Right. So I'm I'm willing to ride with you. Right. Like I'm okay with that. And a lot of men, like you said, a lot of men need to hear that. Yeah. Because I think in today's day, men are fearful of being really truly vulnerable with women because a lot of what I heard I what was that show that came on? It was um like the married couples and they switched. Shh. Or they were they were gonna get married. But before they had to switch for was that was that SWAT wife or some shit like nah, that? Nah, 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 nah. They weren't married yet, so it was right before they were going to get married. They had like either some of them engaged or oh, some of them uh, the ultimatum. The ultimatum, so, which is a shout out to Nick Lachey and his wife. Yeah, that's a fire ass show. Them so they, they got a market. <laughs> they got a market. Remember what was one of the number one things that the niggas kept saying? I'm not financially in a I'm place to get married. To get married. That was like that's that's almost that's like ninety percent of all men in all of those shows. They were they like got multiple seasons. I'm not I'm not, not financially expected to get married, but the women's rushing. The, some of them was like, "Yo, if we don't get married by the end of this show, then I'm leaving." Type shit, and I'm like, "I don't know, dogs." And I think that's indicative of how men are afraid to date now because they're like, "I'm not financially in a space where if this shorty want me to take on vacation, bro, bro you quarterly." There's women that say. Straight up, if you can't fly me out or if we can't go on vacation within the first three months, then we shouldn't be dating type shit. As well as well, your women women be making up everything based on how they feel on how a man should be. At least on the internet. I, we got to preface at, with the, yeah, the, at the least, internet. At, at least on the internet. Because real life women will say that they don't have these expectations. What's, Although I be seeing them in the comments. 
What's so crazy is though, I'm pretty sure that there's real life women that, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're making more money than a lot of men these days, or making at least what a lot of men are making these days. Because you know the totem pole is different now. Women are definitely in more positions of power and get into this money as you should. Um, but I think the problem is is that we've also seen that ugly dark side that women actually care about money more than a lot of other things. And and you see that a lot. Let's be fair too. There are plenty of women out there that don't have that materialistic mentality right. or that attachment to money. It's just not necessarily pushed or glorified in this society. They almost get looked down upon if they're willing to work with their man financially. I mean, yeah, and I feel like those are the women that really and truly want to quote unquote have a good man. Yeah. They don't want their man to feel quote unquote emasculated because he doesn't have X amount of dollars. They don't want their man to feel like, damn, like every time there's a bill to be paid and I know that, you know, his paycheck, not where it's at. He's literally penny pension. And you know, that might make her feel a certain way. So she might feel like she's doing a little bit more, but I feel like, the thing that keeps those types of women with those perceived good men is that he's still trying. Mm. The key, the key word is trying. A lot of y'all be like, "Oh, you know, if I see him trying, if I see him going to work, if I see him coming back home to me, if I don't see him, you know, spurging his money, I'ma stick with him. I'ma, you know, I'ma stick by him." And we need more of those women in 2023. Because a lot of them ain't showing up. We need more of that conversation because it's not showing up yeah, online. It ain't, it, it ain't it, showing up. It, it, it's showing up more so that you are not worthy of being a partner. You're Thanks. not worthy of having the dating experience. You're not yeah. worthy of being someone that should be in a romantic relationship at all. If your pockets aren't at a certain degree and there might be some bit of validity to that, right? Like, I do think that if you are financially in a space where every time you go on a date with somebody, you are afraid your card is going to get declined. You may want to get that situated before you start going on dates. Nigga, you better walk with cash. You better figure it out. <laughs> you if, if every time you walk into the restaurant, you start sweating bullets because just ordering the water will, will break your pockets. Nigga, that's a problem. Then you 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 might that's need to figure that out first. That yeah. part out first before you figure out who you going on dates with and multiple dates and this, that, and the third. That is the only time where I'm like, okay, yeah. Like if if you really 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 are struggling, I'm still not saying that you shouldn't date. But if that keeps coming up, that is going to be a barrier in terms of you getting to know somebody and somebody getting to know you. Right, right, right because right. before you can even get to the personality part, right? Because you're trying, you have to cater an experience. Yeah, you're not being able to put your best foot forward because you might be nervous, you might be feeling fucked up, you might feel like. Oh snap Like Is this person gonna like this Because I can't really do nothing else And If they say no Let's go somewhere else And they wanna go somewhere That I don't got the funds for It it just puts you in a weird space So I can understand That aspect of it But not everybody is gonna be Superman That's 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 the only Part that 
I like to bring to the forefront is not everybody is going to be able to go to Tao and drop two G's in the night just to drop two G's. <laughs> you know, like that. That shouldn't be the expectation either. Average nigga don't got it. So <laughs> being, I'm being honest, bro. That's a fact. Instagram, social media, TikTok, all of that really has. I feel like all of that has fucked men up more than it's fucked up women. The superficial aspect of trying to live a life that you don't live. You see everybody else taking flights, everybody else going to hotels, everybody else eating at five-star restaurants, everybody else going to steakhouses, everybody else uh, booking villas or going to this exotic-ass mm. place, having these experiences. The burden of actually providing that, men are on the back burner in terms of the only experience that comes out of that is niggas experiencing money leaving their fucking bank accounts. It's man spitting. Yo, bro. So I just watched this thing on Instagram. This is about to this is about to put Y'all bring winning. your point a hundred percent home. Y'all women are winning. I just watched this thing on into Instagram where it was this woman who travels and she went to Singapore. She went to Singapore in first class. So she's showing the first class experience. Bro, it's a chair like that. But it's motorized, so it can move 360 through the... the um, within her cabin space. Within her cabin space. Shit. It has a bed in it. <clears throat> she had a tablet that controlled everything in there. They gave her a three-course meal or whatever. Oh, shit. Um, and so she's going over the experience. She says at the end of the video that first class uh, Singapore airports or whatever the fuck the airline was is $10,000. What she doesn't say in the video, but she says in the comments, is she only bought it for $130 because she had enough flight. She had enough flight mileage off of her credit card that offset the price to only make it $130. So now, as you were saying, you see somebody will see that on Instagram and be like, babe, we need to go to Singapore, but I want us to go first class. Why can't we have that first class experience? If she could drop 10 G's on it, why can't you? You got a woman outspending you? Like, that's the toxicity that will show up online if you were to see that on one of them blog sites. Like, they would cut and paste and make it seem like she she's outspending a man. $130. Live your best life, sis. Because who the fuck is spending 10 G's just on the flight? Just to sit. Bitch, I'm going to spend in my fucking chair. I'm going to spend in this motherfucker. The fuck for free, bitch. The fuck? And get a 360 experience of the fucking room. 10 G's. Bro. Speaking of 10 G's, we need to start spending a little bit more on our highways or some shit. I mean, I understand that they're saying that a truck blew up um which they're not using the word blew up which is interesting to me but a truck caught fire and burnt part of the i9 i95 and it collapsed in pennsylvania oh you ain't hear that news no whoa what the fuck yeah today part of the part of i95 collapsed in pa um and they cut they they've stopped traffic on it and people died no one died so far. That is interesting. No one was on the bridge at the time. I'm talking. I'm not about, the bridge. The highway. I'm talking about the truck driver. Truck driver still alive. So they were in the before this. Before we've we've uh, 
we filmed this this podcast and recorded, they were trying to get underneath the bridge. They were trying to get the machinery that'll pull that piece of the bridge off so that they can see what happened with this truck. They feel like there's a car there. They they know that there's a truck there. Shit. Um, they know that the truck seems to have caught fire. That's the words that they, that's the verbiage they're using is that the truck caught fire. Mm-mm-mm. But they're not saying it exploded. They're saying it caught fire and it burnt so much of the underpass of the highway that the highway collapsed. Developing, but it, it it's a lot. God that is a wild man. thing. Part of the I-95, dog. I-95 is a big-ass fucking uh, That shit connects multiple states, multiple yeah. cities. It's, they're already saying that. that cha- is, um, that's a major thing, dog. That's supply major. chain is about to be cooked up, cooked out. People being, they're uh, giving people alternate routes to, you know, get in and out of PA. Dog, what is going on, yo? 2023 is a wild Every year, year is just some next shit, bro. This year, dog. I mean, we didn't even talk about the smoke situation. Oh yeah, let's get into Canada, that, bro. So now there, there's some people, you know. Shout out to my other local conspiracy theorists from multiple parts of the world. We've been tapping in a few things. So one person on one of the, these videos that they were making about the um, Canada smoke situation, they were saying this happens every year, or they said this happens every few years in D.C. How come it's not covered as much as we're hearing about New York and other states? I'm like, I don't know. That's a good fucking question. They're like, it's just as much, if not more. It was hard to breathe last week, Tuesday. Facts. I was outside wheezing. I said, I got to get inside my house. Now, what, what was the most alarming thing, though, you know, this is how you know you just don't be paying attention to certain shit. I know on my iPhone, I got the weather app. I know on my iPhone, it tells me the air quality every fucking day. This is the first time that that situation happened that I actually looked and started to click where it says view more and started to read certain shit. I'm like, our air quality ain't been shit since mad long. So, <laughs> so I was like, that's number one. I was like, number two, I was like, it says poor quality relatively every fucking day. On, on on like the way it says that like relatively every day so it just had me thinking if this the other day philly was 493 mm-hmm. my whole screen was purple that shit was purple and i was shit on tuesday i think it was 253 i, I went like, to I, 460 at one point okay it just made me think what is canada's air quality right now Oh, okay. Well, so there's a couple of things. Okay. Um, in terms of DC, if if it happens in DC, I haven't heard of it happening in DC that often. I know California gets these wildfires, I mean, that, and these, that shit happens every fucking time. Yeah, this doesn't happen in New York, so I think that's where that's why it's being talked about more than not. We oftentimes don't get smoke from anywhere. Right. That I was like, it traveled that far and sits on the city. And makes the city look like a movie. Like that's as long as we've been alive, that's never happened. I, I've never seen that in my life, though. And I feel I really could not breathe. I was and like, you oh. could tell it was smoke. Yeah, like, you could smell Taste it. The shit. You can, yeah, it was smoke. I was like, what the fuck? So apparently, what happened was there. Canada is experiencing unprecedented dry seasons. 
uh, or a dry season. Um, lightning struck the forest, and the forest, well, massive acres of land are on fire right now. It was 160 different fires apparently happening at one time. Oh, shit. That is what they're saying has happened and why that massive smoke cloud has come, and we've never experienced anything like that because Canada has never experienced this amount of dryness. So, so the, how long has the drought been happening? Like how long has it not rained? They didn't say that it. Well, I don't know if it's a a rain or just the dryness because of heat, but they're okay. saying that they're experiencing heat and and dryness to a level that is not normal. Mm. So, and that's been going on apparently. I want to say for a couple of months now. Shit. That's what I think I read something about last few months. They've been experiencing this type of So this was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. These fires were bound to happen to the degree. Now that's something new. And they're saying that it's going to continue to happen because of global warming. Yeah. yeah. So I I, I, I saw a video on this and, you know, really and truly, you know, this is the only part that I don't agree with. You know, people are saying global warming is a hoax and i want you guys to do some research i want you guys to go online and google iceland 10 years ago i want you guys to go online and google new zealand 10 years ago i want you guys to go online and google italy 10 years ago and i want you guys to tell me what you see because this shit is only going to get worse there's multiple places in Miami, there's sea levels that are rising that have been rising over the court. They got to push some of the fucking uh, homes and hotels back. Like, all right, let's push this shit away from the water because the water's coming up on land. At some point, ain't going to be no fucking way to put these motherfuckers. The water is going to take back some of these areas. It's already started happening. So uh, higher ground is, you know, where we want to essentially get to at some point, you know, uh, Start going to places that are high above sea level because sea level is going to continue to rise. Um, we have a lot of endangered species, a lot of endangered animals. Um, there's a lot of shit going on, y'all. Um, need you guys to really pay attention. What Al Gore talked about in the Inevitable Truth in 2009, 2004 uh, ish. Yo, guys, this shit is. We are almost at doomsday. Yeah, <laughs> we we almost at doomsday. And and let's let's add context. Yes, the world's temperature changes. It fluctuates. It goes. It rises. It gets cooler. That's a natural occurrence. But the rate that it has gotten as hot as it's gotten, we didn't over, have a, we didn't have a real winter, bro. Over the last couple of oh, oh what is it like almost eighty years or something? Ever since we found plastic and rubber and things of that nature and we started to mass produce it's spiked like if you look at it on any temperature map it's just like it doesn't even follow the natural patterns of how much like uh, a heat uh, a change in heat would happen on earth it's just spiked so it's definitely partly due to human intervention we We've been fucking up this planet floating in the sky for millions of years. Like just all these years you have. We just we just been figuring out different ways to live better. But 
at an expense to the earth's life. We've been killing our beautiful planet and people be like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to be here that long. But what about who else is going to be here right. when you're gone? That's the part of this whole situation that I find the most disturbing. People only care about the now because they're in the now. But we also got to prepare for the future. If you have left kids here, if you have left certain things that you want them to do or experience, you got to do your part. My mom said something the other day and I was like, it is an extra step, but you know what? If that's going to help sanitation moving forward, I don't know when it's going to start. The program is going to start in October, I believe. A new, uh, a new New York City initiative, according to Eric Adams, is moving forward. We have to now separate the food waste from the actual um, food. So mm-hmm. when we throw out like stuff that have food in it, quote, we have to put that in a separate garbage bag. If not, we're going to get fined. Mm-hmm. So I, do I really want to do? No. But will I do that? Yeah. I want to I wanna know I'm actively not just talking on a podcast about ways we can help save the planet or at least try to um, make it, you know, uh, uh, last a little longer for those who will be here long after us. I don't want to be adding to the fucking detriment. I want to be a part of the solution. The reality is science is the only thing that's really going to add the interventions that we need at this point. It, they're going to have to come up with machines that um, can purify the the air. They're going to have to come up with ways to add to the ozone layer. They're going to have to come up with ways to um, cool. Like they, they might have to make artificial clouds to block out the sun. For artificial a bit. clouds goes crazy. And they already have the ability to do that. Wow. Um, but... That might be something that's going to end up being a mainstay as technology advances and things of that nature because we're getting closer and closer to, as you mentioned, the point where they say there is no intervention. Like, if you, all that recycling shit, yeah, you could you could stop that because we're past the point where that is going to reverse anything. We're right. getting close to that. Yeah. So um, It's kind of sad, dog. It's it is. Sad. It is. Um, what else is sad, but on a lighter note, Zion apparently didn't go to Deion Sanders oh, class, bro, though. bro, bro, bro. He he never attended a, a, a Deion Sanders, bro, bro. Brittany Renner didn't get to talk to him, bro. He didn't get to talk to Kevin Samuels either, bro. He didn't get to talk to a lot of fucking people, bro. When this news broke, nigga, I stopped everything I was doing. To read what the fuck was going on I had to do some more research This nigga Zion Has been fucking with this girl for a minute dog Well two of them Two of them but more importantly the one that outed him And they're both OnlyFans And they're both OnlyFans girl Now this is what I don't understand And he also didn't get get to talk to Shannon Sharp uh, uh, Uncle Shannon Stephen A Stephen A Smith who lit him up What I'm trying to figure out is you had time to fuck with OnlyFans <laughs> girls. You had time to spit in her mouth last week, Tuesday, according to her. You had time to spit in her mouth when y'all was in New Orleans. You Yo, had, reading them tweets was crazy. Bro. You had time to fuck one of them, apparently, raw. Dog, but you couldn't give us that same energy on the basketball court? You only played 21 games. 
21 or 29 games in regular season. I don't understand it. Zion, I don't understand how you that fucking big and you suck your dick in these big women and you couldn't be big men on the court. Bro, Shorty said, <laughs> I was with you last week in New Orleans oh. and you couldn't tell me you had a random thought pregnant bro. after all I've done for you. Bro. She said some other shit that was crazy She's, too. Bro, the shit with the spit in the mouth go crazy. I read that one. <laughs> Said, I let you spit in my mouth. No, she's like, I let you fuck me all type of way. <laughs> I let you fuck me so many times without a comment. Right. And this is what you do to me. That hood rat. That is wild. I let you fuck me so many times without a condom goes insane. You put my life in danger. You fucking all these hoes raw. You ain't learned from Magic Johnson? What could happen? Damn, son. Couldn't even imp- impregnate a real porn star. <laughs> That that disrespectful. That right there. That bitch ain't got no class. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you said that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> yo, yo, Zion. You let a whole finesse you is why I'm angry. She 29 with an adult. <laughs> She's 29 with an adult child already I know what comes with being a basketball player girl I know there will be other women But didn't expect you to get these hoes pregnant She's just mad she didn't get pregnant first That's really what That's really what I read I read in between the lines Better not pray You better pray I'm not pregnant too Because I'm definitely late Yo when she said that I said this bitch is out for blood She's out for blood They said she been going for 120 hours (laughs) She hasn't stopped tweeting since this news came out. Listen, man. Zion, you let me down, dog. I ain't going to hold you. You, you. you let me down. You let the whole league down, nigga. You, you John Morant. Yeah, I better pray this nigga, uh, uh, fuck Barrett. RJ don't end up in no fucking bullshit, nigga. Y'all young boys need to tighten the fuck up. Listen. Y'all fuck, both of y'all fucking up. Zion. Fuck. And John Morant. Jeez. Are a microcosm. They are. When you compare them as NBA players to LeBron, KD, and um, you can see the clear distinction between Gen Z and millennials. Yeah. You can see the difference between Gen Z and millennials. As you can see with LeBron, KD. KD like to argue online. These that's, niggas, that's a millennial thing. These niggas ain't never getting no situation like these niggas. But they not. But you ain't hear no crazy hear shit no like bullshit. that. Chris Paul play a little dirty, but Chris Paul, my nigga, CP three. You know, the only, the closest thing y'all got is Dwayne Wade with the with the break baby. The closest thing y'all got was D Wade and his ex wife uh, saying she was homeless. And maybe and and maybe the Delonte West J- Delon- LeBron James situation. Delonte West boy, I, when he supposedly fucked. Yeah, it's I'm yeah you know I mean we're gonna leave yeah, it there. We're gonna leave it there. We go. <laughs> That was yo. You know what's so crazy? I don't think LeBron has ever said anything about He's that. He's never touched it. You, you know what? You know what it is. That's a smart nigga. His PR team say, "Yo, whatever let your mom do, what your mom do, nigga. Yeah, let it go. Let's get to this money." Millennials versus Gen Z. Nigga, that is what we seeing right now. That's what we seeing, dog. Because these niggas is out here making the wildest, and it's like 
the decisions that's going to stay with them forever. It's not that they don't have the knowledge. The knowledge is there. I was about to say, bro, you supposed to have been known. Nigga, this is not... You fuck those girls on OnlyFans. You fuck those... You don't impregnate these women. You let another nigga impregnate. <laughs> not you. Nigga, you fucked up your whole legacy. Listen, I, I don't want to sound crazy. <clears throat> bro. But a Zion Williams not, should not be impregnating... A OnlyFans girl. By accident. Let, let me put that caveat there. Bro, the other girl said she was fu- he was fucking these bitches raw. Right. That ain't accident. That's on purpose. Nigga, you, you knew when the dick came out your pants. Well, I don't think it was planned. I don't think he planned to have a baby. I don't even think it was. I don't think it was planned either. Nigga, what was planned, though, was him going in raw. raw. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we're not gonna uh, deflect that. You you have the knowledge. You you supposed to know. You put on the mag, get the magnet from the pharmacy. You put yeah. it on. And the moment it even feel a little too good, you gotta check it. You gotta check. All right, pull it real quick. Hold hold on, on, what you doing? Uh, hold on, hold on. I gotta just make sure. Gotta make sure because this can't happen. <clears throat> and now it's happening. Now I'm not saying nothing about <clears throat> like nothing to the extent of OnlyFans girls don't need love or they shouldn't get a, a they top get ball of the love. They should they get whatever want, they want. I'm just saying if you Zion Williams, especially a nigga that ain't show a shit yet in the NBA, been in there for two fucking years, 22 years old, you shouldn't be getting you shouldn't be getting into this type of situation. Yeah, there yeah. is a there are cla- and this is why this is why before any of our our women audience tries to kill us, you should. There are trained. Women who look for these basketball niggas yeah. and try to get exactly what just happened to happen. So there, a lot of them is upset. Like, damn, I should have tried harder. And a lot of them is also saying, damn, this bitch is really saying my whole life right now. That this girl that's going on a rant, she's saying what y'all didn't want to say. And that's why she giving y'all hope. Don't do it. Drake put hot sauce in his condoms. <laughs> Yo, bro, yo. If you want to believe that rumor, bro, when he put, when he said he did, I said, I right, When Shorty tried to sue him, yeah. saying that she her shit was burning because right. she tried to get his semen and put it in her, but it had hot sauce in there. This is why these niggas do shit like that, and and there's a masterclass. You know what I mean? Deion Sanders tried to put it on, but every nigga in the industry, you no, know, even us, and we ain't we ain't all the way in there, yeah. but. Even us, no. We're not all the way in there. Zion was, though. Zion Zion, Zion is light years ahead of us in terms of the industry, in terms of his his field of the NBA. But even man. we know, you got to be smart about dealing with certain types of women that have that dog in them, if, Zion, if, if you will. Zion, I hate to say it, but this is not how you get to Zion. This yeah, is no, not how you get no, to that, Zion. That... that yeah. You about to go to hell right now. <laughs> you, through it. You about At to least go, through it. You about to go through it, my young brother. I am so disappointed in you, dog. Seriously. Because they got you. No jokes, though. I'm really disappointed because we got them. This is going to fuck. Bro, this is the same. Not to put it here, but I gotta put it here, XAB. This is the same fucking feeling. An emotion that happened when Tiger Woods came home drunk to his wife that one fateful morning. Mm, oh, and then and then everything went to shit after that. Yeah, dead ass. His whole fucking career was well. His yeah, he was done for like five six years. He, he was, was cooked. He just getting fucking back up there. He was he was finished. He was done. She was like, "Word, I'm out, nigga," and I'm taking the fucking kids. The thing with Zion is you fucking up your money, bro. All your money getting fucked up now. And when you do want to settle down and have 
a family in the sense of like with no drama, you can't do that because you are attached to two chicks that have decided. And again, there's nothing wrong with OnlyFans, but there is a certain type. There, there are certain OnlyFans girls that again, this is their dream: get a ball player to get me pregnant. And I think I'm set for life. You should have dated the OnlyFans girl that was a teacher or some shit, or a girl who do pottery. So now with this aspect of it, you you got these two OnlyFans girls in your life. You got one of them pregnant. You are attached to this pregnant one for the rest of your life. Zion, why were you on OnlyFans looking for hoes? <laughs> nigga, what? Nigga, why? And like, you gonna why? have to you gonna have to break her off a brick. For the rest of her life, Zion. You know you you know you know you're not marrying that bro. You know you're not marrying that girl. You might not marry either one of these, bro. And I then, looked at the photos of him and the girl when they did the maternity shoot. He did not look like he was genuinely happy. She looked like she, it was a grimace. She's like, I got this. That's how she looked to me, and I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Fuck you! Fucked that nigga life up. I'm yelling at the fucking no, no, photo. No, no, he fucked his life up. He, she, he fucked his life up. She, she did she what she come up. She, she did what up. she was supposed to do. She did what she was supposed to do, bro. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. When that baby is born, they gonna have issues. I promise you, dog. I, I really hope. That they get they they get an NDA signed or some shit with this baby after it's born like what like what he gonna do in his responsibilities as a father. I tell you one thing that nigga better start getting on the court because if he don't get that guaranteed money because he not playing he gonna find himself in a world of trouble. This nigga gave me the only dad look. I I tell you one thing that nigga better get get dribbling the ball nigga. Nigga, Google Gaga, nigga, get on the fucking court, nigga. Yeah, you make that Google Gaga. You gonna have to dribble, dribble, Google Gaga your ass on the court next year, my nigga. And I don't want to hear nothing about an injury, cause if the Pelicans cut your ass, <laughs> you gonna be upset, bro. If the Pelicans cut your ass, nigga, you gonna be upset. You go, you gonna be what Akon said. You gonna be flipping burgers. Yeah, you, you gonna, gonna figure. <laughs> You gotta, nigga, your big ass behind the counter. Okay, can I take your order, please? Yeah, you go. Zion, <laughs> stop it, bro. Yeah, you gonna be flipped like you don't. You're not showing any production, and niggas, niggas had you told it as the next LeBron James. Niggas gonna see him at the McDonald's, fucking. Uh, can, can I get an OnlyFans <laughs> minus the baby? Yeah, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of dumb motherfuckers, God. Azalea Banks. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. This fucking girl. This fucking girl. And Chica. We got, we got a two-pack today. Oh, yo. Chica been wilding too, Chica. Let's start with Azalea. Yeah. Then we'll go to Chica. And then, and then there's a conversation to be had about both of them. Azalea wilded out on them Jackie O post, dog. That was, was disgusting, like, you bro. You a bitter bitch. You a bitter bitch. <laughs> That's nasty. You a bitter bitch. <laughs> And I don't even say the word bitch. You a bitter bitch. Nah, she she she's a devil for that. She's devil. been a devil though, bro. She always plays victim, and it's like, yo, you're really the villain though. You're the bad guy. Yeah, you're the. She, imagine dating her. Oh nah. Imagine dating someone like that, she bro. Loves, she, loves, she loves you got some good pussy though, but <laughs> I'm cool. I'd stay away from that. I don't even want to experience. She that. reminds me of somebody that you used to date, but yeah. damn, that's rough. <laughs> It's you real know, tough right there. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, three different people could fit that category. So. 
Okay. I don't know. As you were. Continue. Um, I just think that's disgusting. I don't care. I don't care what type of beef right you had with you, with, D, with 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 DC Young Fly. Yeah. I don't care if you felt like oh you got duped when you went on a while and that out. That was a funny ass episode though. Yeah, like even though it's like, how did you get duped when that's what everybody does? And but you cool. laughed, and we know the show is they roast you. That's the whole point of the show. Everybody gets roasted on, by the way. Even Nick. Nick everybody. Gets roasted on really bad. They be wild. So you held on to that. That shit was like seven years ago. I was about to ago. say that shit was mad, bro. That was mad long ago. And decided that when she died, you wanted to bring it up and say it was karma on your thirty second birthday, bro. That was wild when she said it was karma. Like, bitch, you don't you for don't, some jokes. You don't know when somebody gonna die. So what the fuck are you talking about? For some jokes, you thought karma said, "Oh, I got your back. I'm gonna kill this person." Right. Oh, you thought karma was like, oh, so when she died, you're gonna be reborn again. Let's let me show you how. You're gonna go to uh, you're gonna go to Instagram and write this story post. And you're gonna feel vindicated. Then that brings us to Chica. Oh yo, Chico, Chico, that what Chica said on Twitter was oh Now we've God. been rooting for Chica. We've had been uh, Chica's fire as well. Artistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. She's fine. As a person though. I th- I th- I think as a person she has people problems or like something there is off because this ain't her first time saying something she's bitter too yeah, like about, we gotta keep it a buck she's, i'm like i'm like about what though if i'm keeping it a stack talk about it. we've we've opened up society to and i'm not saying it in a malicious way okay but to like this weirdo realm Right, like where if oh, you don't, okay, okay, okay. if you don't fit a hundred percent in with mainstream, that is now the new mainstream. Yeah, you, the, the, there's a lane indirectly for you to be here, right? And, and musically, and exists, and yeah. so you have to lean into the weirdness, right? To be to to be more mainstream. It's a right, weird yeah, little so weird. thing going on here. Y'all niggas have a, have a great time with that, and within doing that. The lane of weirdness that we've opened up is coinciding with mental health. And we're not having that conversation because we're trying to make it be like everything and everyone is accepted. And that is not I'm of course, I'm not against that. Everyone should be accepted. But we also need to ask the appropriate questions of. If this person is feeling isolated from society, why and how can we help them? And we're not doing that anymore. We kind of spoke about this last time. Instead, we're saying, oh, you're just a little outside of what society says you're supposed to be. And that's nothing but a label. But it's like, nah, Shorty is dealing with mental health right in front of our face. And she's probably (laughs) been dealing with it ever since she's been have age. Right, she's, she's been dealing with it before she got put on. I'm sure she was bullied. Yeah, I'm sure. You could just tell. Um, I'm sure she doesn't feel accepted still, which is crazy. And instead of people helping her address those things, and I know she said she had a therapist in the same series of posts, but instead of people helping her address those things, she's become famous and successful. So I think people are just leaning into the aspect of, "Yo, you're." You're in this realm of these new rappers that don't fit the mold and just stay in that. Just lean into the to the emotional, oh, 
uh, if you say anything about me, you're attacking me. Like, just stay in that lane because that's what's hot right now. Instead of saying, "Yo, you need help," I'm gonna start. I'm I'm honestly, bro. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start paying. Uh, I'm gonna start praying for therapists. Because one thing that I've noticed is now that we're fully immersed into the mental verse, uh, the, the 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 mental health um, situation, we've been using a lot of words over the last. I want to say the last three years consistently, we've been using like mental health, accountability, tox- grooming, grooming, toxicity, and the other word we got to throw in there now is therapy. We really got to pay attention when people say wow shit, and then at the end. Yeah, I got a therapist. Nigga, what the fuck does that even mean? It, are you listening to your mother? Are you listening to your therapist? That's, that's right into the conversation your, about the both of them. Your therapist is not fucking telling you what the fuck, quote unquote, they want you to be, uh, uh, quote unquote, uh, here or want you to believe. They want you to figure out what the fuck you need to do to better yourself. They're not telling you what you want to hear. I think that goes right into the next conversation about both of them. Fuck. How long are we going to use mental health as a scapegoat, as a shield for when we are just being disgusting people? Because that's not a mental health thing. Right. That's a you thing. Facts, brother. Facts. We got to stop. We We have have to to stop stop saying, well, I was depressed and that's why I decided. Yes, I'm in mental health. So. Yes, there can be correlations of anger. There can be correlations of sadness, feeling so isolated or feeling so numb that you say things that are nasty. But over a certain duration of time, at some point, you have to say, I want to fix that part of me, too. You can't just always say, oh, well, you know, I got mental health issues, so I can just be negative whenever the fuck I feel like it. And you just got to you just got to deal with it. You got to figure out how to navigate with me. Oh, if I did that. Oh, I didn't really mean to do that. And that's what she could kind of pulled out. Nigga, you wanted to do that. Like you actually wanted to do that. Like, no, you started typing. nigga. You thought that you was going to get all that shit off. And you your little fan base. Was going to be, oh, Chica, you so funny. Yeah, fuck them babies. Yo, I be on the plane too. Yo. And when the, the the baby be crying. And instead, your fan base said, yo, that's kind of fucked up. Bro, and that was fucked up. You ended up speaking about another celebrity. Oh, I'm in first class. So I don't expect to be hearing no fucking crying baby all day. What? Bro, bro, reading that was wild. You, you know what the problem is? The problem is. When people who have been afflicted by certain things like this their whole life and a lot of things still have yet to get addressed after they get put on, they become famous, they become celebrities, they start to get some bread. So their lifestyle is very different now. It's almost like it. the shit got sped up so fast, you had less time to worry about your mental health and what you were actually dealing with. And now that you're a celebrity, you're fully in like celebrity mode and you start to adjust to things that you didn't really have the luxury of adjusting to because you were so focused on trying to get out of your struggle. Now that you're no longer in your struggle, you start talking like you ain't never struggled or you ain't never had to put up with certain shit. Now you, as if you ain't got to put up with certain shit, nigga, who are you? And that's why I'm saying it's like a you thing. It's not a fuck. It's not a mental health thing you talking about being in first like class you ain't gonna hear baby cry no way you like you wasn't gonna hear the baby cry in 35d bitch but what what is it only only poor people have crying babies dogs what are we saying dogs <laughs> like what is the what is the conversation we have talking here? Her ass on that one and then with azalea it's like 
she, how do you even make the correlation? She healing dog. She need God. Yeah, like like y'all getting close to needing to be institutionalized. Right. Like somebody take away their microphones. Because if, if the that's the correlation you making is like, yeah, you know, no one play about me. Some jokes that I went on the show, knowing what the show was about, and supposedly got ambushed about cool. If that's what happened, it shouldn't have happened that way. But I highly doubt it because like I'm sure your handlers were told ahead of time ahead of time. All right. Um, so we need her for this bit here. You know, everybody does the cracking jokes thing. And you took the joke seriously. You took it as if these niggas actually meant it. Azalea, I'm telling you right now, if Jackie old family members see you outside, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be upset if they if they try to uh, jump you. Please please <laughs> yeah. be prepared for that. You and gotta yeah. On a you know, bringing it back home, R.I.P. to Jackie O. That's um, a fact. R.I.P. to anyone who has gone through this procedure and did not make it out on the other side. R.I.P. to anyone who went through this procedure and the doctor didn't properly inform them of what could happen. And, you know, prayers up to her family, um, to her immediate family, her kids, and prayers up to DC Young Fly. I was watching his his bit at the service. That motherfucker's so funny, dog, but I could tell he's hurting. Yeah. Um, but you know, he he is strong dude, man. So, you know, we just gotta keep, you know, the family in prayer. And yo, DC Young Fly, man, we love you, bro. You know, we we've seen, you know, your rise to fame, you know, super talented, super loving, super giving from what I was reading. And, you know, I'm just praying that, you know, you go through this difficult time with knowing that there's people that love you and value you and, you know, your kids love you and that, you know, you grieve however long you need to grieve, brother. And for Chica, you you in, in first class, you rich enough to buy your ass some fucking... Can't ear muscle, yeah. ear mufflers. Okay, <laughs> you learn your lesson. All right, get yeah. them fucking ear mufflers and go you, you put your ass to sleep. Right. All right. Melatonin will do do the trick every time. Shit. Um. <laughs> Diddy and Misa. His uh, his first baby mother, Hilton, I think is her last name. She got upset at him this week because. Justin got into a DUI. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this is about, but act bad, act bad, act bad. Justin, what are you? Apparently, doing? Justin is twenty nine. I didn't know that. Let me let me fact check that. Oh, that quick. nigga was older than I, I thought, thought. He was younger than I that. Thought he was younger than that. That nigga, he looked young as shit. Nigga, he he, he looked younger than Christian. Let me look. Let me let me find out his age real quick. But some twenty, he's twenty nine years old. How she blaming him? Did was Diddy with that nigga? Well, up. So there's one story that says that he was leaving Diddy and Young Miami, and they was all partying, and he was leaving, and that's why she's upset because he was with them, yeah, and he, he let them leave drunk. But at the same time, twenty nine, bro, grown ass uh, Misa. I don't know. You never heard of you a day in my life, Misa. Stop, baby. <laughs> Baby, boo boo. Baby, baby. <laughs> this is love's and a fucking child. Let's stop, stop. You need to be mad at Justin. 
not Sean. You need to be mad at Justin. Yeah, I'm, I I get it in one end, but I don't in the other because a 29 year old, you way beyond the point of you are. Way, if he was 18, Different. I get it. <clears throat> I get it. We blaming that nigga. Yeah, I get it. Even 29 to an extent. Yeah. I, I might even push it to 25. Right, like 21, you just got here, nigga. Right, congratulations. But, nigga, you staying at the house tonight. I might even say, like, yo, if you 25 and you did this shit and she was upset at you about that, cool. Okay. 29, son? That is a grown man. He about to be 30. Nigga, that nigga 30. <laughs> yeah, that nigga's practically 30. To me, 29 is 30. Yeah, you 30. To me, 39 is 40. <laughs> you, you... You right. consciously made the decision to, to drive drunk. And when you drove drunk, drunk shit happened. And what is what is his father supposed to do? Hey, yo, get an Uber. Man, fuck that shit. I'm good. All right. Cool. <laughs> I, can't. I love you saying, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to fight him? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm Lisa, not with it. What would you have wanted him to do? He if, did all he could. If he was even cognizant that his son left. I was just also thinking to myself, what if he didn't even know that nigga was really drunk? He probably just said, all right, pops. He probably looked like he was okay. But what if he just did? What if he just... What, what if Diddy was getting his dick sucked by Carisha and, and <laughs> Justin just said, me all right, me them so, niggas is so, doing so, whatever sorry. they doing. I'm, I'm sorry you had to hear that, me so, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she's still doing it. <laughs> Oh shit! I gotta go. All right. Well, I'm a holler. Right. Tell dad I'm I'm gonna see him tomorrow. Yeah. And instead of the nigga saying, "Yo, I should get an Uber," right? The nigga said, "I'm gonna drive home." And right. he caught the DUI. Right. None of this shit is okay. But I don't know how you throw Diddy in that. The good thing is, I'm glad that he's still alive. Amen. The good thing is, I didn't see that he killed anybody. We got a car that's totaled. We got a police record. And hey, that nigga gonna be alright. And what is a police record really to a rich nigga? I was about anyway? to say to a rich nigga, especially if you ain't kill nobody, nigga. Nah, you shit is gonna be tough. He, he gonna that, get some probation. That nigga was that nigga was home by the end of the weekend, if not the same night. Because whatever the bail was, if there was even bail, they, he, he probably paid for his own bail to get out. All right, come out there. B. Simone also got into some fire. We didn't talk about her, but we should have. Um, we should have last week, yeah. Well, last week and in, in, in reference to the conversation with Jackie O, she got in trouble because she has a close friends. And apparently she charges people to enter her close friends. And this week, I guess the promo was see Jackie O's funeral if you join my close friends for twenty nine ninety nine or whatever the fuck she was charging. She was definitely charging twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> that was actually the premium package. Oh, it was another it was another package where you can go look at the the, the fucking uh, like she be up at the coffin. Dead ass, yeah, bro. Be Simone. We can't be Simone. Okay, we should beat Simone, but we can't be Simone. I be trying to rock with B Simone, bro. Every once in a while, she just does or say some shit that's like, mm, red like, flag. like with the with the whole I want an entrepreneur. I was like, that's your preference. It sounds crazy. You sound a little crazy, but that's your preference. So I and and it sounds crazy to me, but I understand why it doesn't sound crazy to you because you are an entertainer and you would prefer that freedom in order. For you to have the relationship that in your mind works. Cool. None of my business. Do you live free? Have fun. Then it was the book. 
situation where it was a copy of a of somebody else's book. Oh. And she never really kind of. She never really. She danced around that. Yeah, she. she I don't remember her. She never confronted that. And then it was the Martin Luther King comment. Then it was the Martin Luther King Which, comment. They was going off like birds. Yo, that Martin Luther King comment was crazy. So my Martin Luther King. And now we're talking about <laughs> charging people to, to, to watch a funeral. What are we talking about, man? You t- she don't even know I was there. Jackie O don't even know I was there. But how you charging me? I thought funerals was free, bitch. What? What's the what? What did you get? Did you get sanctioned from the family? What was the reason, girl? What was the play play Cardi B's voice, please? Got you. (laughs) Like uh, to be Simone? Why? (laughs) What's the reason? Yeah, like well, why? Why did you think that was okay? <laughs> did you did you get it signed off from the family? Did Bro. the family tell you like, yeah, nah, this this a fire idea. I think you should charge. I think you should charge twenty nine ninety nine. I'm fuck. I'm I'm honestly, bro. I'm confused. I'm I'm I don't know what to say about this shit, dog. It's be Simone. Why? Like like seriously, why did you think this was okay? And you thought niggas was gonna let it rock? You thought niggas wasn't gonna say nothing? So we're entering a part of the show uh, that we're going to label. What the fuck was y'all thinking? thinking? Okay. So we're gonna we, like we're that. gonna do what the fuck was y'all thinking, um, no, and then get to the end of this episode. But there are four topics that I really am confused on. What the fuck the people were thinking that are involved in these topics? And niggas was buying it. Niggas is weird. Be be Simone uh, is a hundred percent weird for that shit, um, and that goes. That's the problem with always trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to make a bag. I hope you not financially fucked up and and, and you needed that bread, but um, this transitions into again. Uh, what the fuck were y'all thinking? So Cardi B. Is under fire for saying that she misses her old life. Having everything is boring. What 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 the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking, Cardi? Uh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, see y'all gonna make Stephen A. Smith have one of the hottest podcasts of the summer if y'all keep fucking up because that nigga podcast or us because we gonna <laughs> yeah, about oh, to stop oh, yeah pushing this shit out shit about to get on fire. Cardi B. If you want your old life back so bad, then just go back to it. Nobody's stopping you from going back to the projects in the Bronx. Nobody's stopping you from going back to the strip club shaking. You her would ass. never. She would never. So either she's talking out her ass or she's talking out her ass. That's a fact. Cause having all the money you got, bitches cap. Having the huge island kitchen that you was just showing off. Cooking your food and shit for the family. Going to the Met Gala. Being able to have the body that you want because you you bought it, like it's, stop, it's, it's cap, stop, it's cap. Like I get it, you probably do get bored after a while when at your I, fingertip you can do anything the fuck you want, nigga. Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't know if I could get bored. You could get bored, but would you want to return back? That's the part where you where you lost me uh, again. 
we're gonna have to prove that theory. <laughs> Drop off a couple mil in our bank accounts tomorrow and see how <laughs> bored I get. <laughs> Nigga, for for those who know me, I do shit that my family be like, how does he have time? I was at a Bridgerton party yesterday. The shirt that I wore to the Bridgerton party was one of my old school Victorian shirts from like fucking 16 something or 17 something. The shirt only cost me 40 something dollars. Niggas thought the shirt cost a, 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 a G. If I'm making that look like that off of less, imagine what I'm able to do with more. I think in terms of what Cardi <laughs> is feeling is the sense that at any moment in time, she could get what she wants. For the most part, she's gotten all the bags. I was about to say the Birkins that she wanted. I'm about to take it to this level because maybe this is the level that it need to be taken to. She has all of the superficial right. shit that she could possibly want or possibly want to have. Probably That's, any experience that she right. wants, she can get. That spiritual side has not been tapped into. In my half, but I think for her, money can't buy that part though. That's not where her entertainment comes from. Her entertainment comes from excitement, and right. she's no longer excited because that's why you have to pace yourself. No matter how much money you have, you have to set your own boundaries. She's doing too much because if you don't have boundaries, you find yourself where she is. You find yourself where it's like, yo, I can literally, I feel like I can do anything whenever I want, and then that's where you get to the place where when people tell you no. You get an attitude. You get upset. You start to act different. When someone's like, sorry, you can't do that. The fuck are you talking to? I'm Cardi B. I'll buy this whole fucking building if I want to. Like, that's where you get to that mentality. Right, right, right. I think that is the humility and the danger of becoming somebody successful. You only get humbled when you... For a, a split second, remember where you came from. Right. And then you become immediately arrogant when you know where you are in today. Like right. Now that you know that you can do anything, all of those thoughts of you not in, in, in what you could just do it now. Like you said, a nigga get crazy with her in some spot. She like she could buy the building or she buy the building, become the fucking CEO. Be like, I don't want that nigga working here. Fire that nigga. She could fuck a nigga whole day up. She could do, I mean uh, we nigga, seen that happen I think yeah. with the um nigga whole, that that DJ. No, a nigga whole day is done. That DJ, I think he played the wrong the record wrong or he record. played a Nicki Minaj record or some yeah, shit like and, that. And it was over. And she that nigga was getting dragged for a week. Yeah, literally. So like when you have that feeling of having that amount of power at your disposal, you 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 start to get to this arrogant level as you, and you always have to monitor that and that comment was her not monitoring her humility right. or, or lack of humility i yeah. think like you have to have that level of it because if you live in arrogance if you live in that space one you you're disconnected from your core fan base you're disconnected from the people that your music is supposed to be touching right because now i'm listening to this shit like uh but then, you know, you might also end up putting yourself in a position that you don't need to be in. You saying, like, you miss being on the, chilling on the block, da-da-da-da. You might be like, yo, I'm about to go do that and get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Listen, man. Yo, dogs, you went crazy on that last comment. <laughs> so oh, Amber man. Rose is also oh, in the the what the fuck College Hill. Dog. Well, we got the College Hill, but she's <laughs> under fire right now. For what? What was she doing now? Because she made a comment on Hot ninety seven where she says she doesn't consider herself black. Be she considers herself other <sighs> or mixed. <sighs> What what's going what's going on with you? What the fuck is wrong with you, Amber Rose? So the fuck, man? I get it. She is. Um, I think her mother's white and her father's black. Bitch, you black. <laughs> and what she's saying is by just saying that she's black, that puts her in a position where she's discrediting or she has to not acknowledge the other side of her family and who she is. I understand that completely. But she has more black in her than she does white. I'm not even going to go down that route because what the fuck does that even mean? Right? Like what? One, black and white is a construct that is rooted in nothingness way more than the others. Right? Like ethnicity has a lot more to it that you can root it in nationality. You can root that in something. You're you're a part of a particular nation and you're under that umbrella. There's something there. When it comes to race, race isn't really rooted in anything because a black person, a white person, an Asian person, we're trying to contribute attributes to them, in particular, their skin color. But what does that mean when you have albino black people? What does that mean when you have dark skinned Italian people? Like that that construct of race really does not exist. It's not a real thing. I just want to ask Amber Rose one question. Amber Rose, when you're filling out certain paperwork, do you put black, white, or other? She puts other, she said. I don't believe her. She said, here's my problem with here's my problem with what Amber said. It's cap. My issue with it is not that she rather say that she's mixed or not that she rather put other. But what I think is the reason why she's finding herself in hot water is Especially recently, there have been a slew of people that are half black, half white, that are eating off of black culture. I was about to say that. But then when it comes time to recognizing and (laughs) or claiming blackness. Talking about their differences. They are quick to say they're not black they're mixed or or they're they're other and I, I again there's nothing wrong with saying oh yeah i'm black but i'm also white so i prefer to be considered mixed but i definitely am black amber rose when you were dating kanye west you was black when you was dating wiz khalifa you was black when you was dating machine gun kelly you was black there's nothing wrong with saying i'm Definitely black and I'm white, so I prefer to be mixed. I don't find nothing wrong with that. But don't say, oh, well, I don't consider myself black when your entire existence has been eating off of off the getting culture, money, son. what? Building an empire off of S- black culture. Slut walk. Beyond that, what you just said, it was Kanye West, Wiz Khalifa, you was a video vixen, son. only in black videos. Son. If if you was 
Considering yourself mixed, why wasn't you in Guns N' Roses video? Right. Why weren't you in Paramore's video? Why wasn't you in some Adam Levine shit? What happened? You stayed in a particular lane. Yeah, you stayed in that shit. And you were proud to make an empire off of that. Derived but now that, that you have money and now that you're in a particular position, now it's all of a sudden, and maybe you've always been like this, but it's coming more to the forefront that you rather be considered... Something other than black And That's the issue Because you should be Incorporating your blackness In you saying that you're mixed Yes I am black But I Prefer to be called mixed Or I prefer to be Recognized As mixed Or I Recognize my mixed Status more than I recognize Being one or the other That is a better way In my opinion To describe that Than To to make it sound like You kind of don't Claim that aspect And I think again I don't think that was her intent But I think she's coming under fire Because You got Doja Cat Running around And I feel the same way about Doja I feel like Doja Will claim blackness When it's Convenient Convenient for her music But you got the videos of her In (laughs) fucking KKK chat rooms There's a joke now Because she's dating some nigga That looked like he from Target But she's like that people on her fans are like, oh, she'll date anything as long as it's not black. Like in a nigga that looked like he from Target or crazy. Yeah, he they were like, yo, he looked like a manager at Target. He looked like a manager at Target or crazy. It's wild. Um, so that was that was Amber's what the fuck moment. And then I got time we, for her. We have gunplay. <sighs> Boy, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. Gunplay, this this sound more like toy gunplay to me, sir. So we haven't really gone over this, but gunplay um started coming at DJ Envy because when DJ Envy was feuding with Rick Ross. That was hilarious. That the radio needed that. That was funny. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Um <laughs> Envy was making impressions of Ross and then coming at Ross saying, You supposed to be a boss. But your man's just had to put up a GoFundMe. So how much of a boss are you really? That was basically the premise of the joke. Hilarious, by the way. Gunplay didn't take kindly to that. No. Because he felt as if he was pulling Gunplay into the situation. And the GoFundMe was in reference to Gunplay's (laughs) daughter who has a serious or had a serious heart condition at birth. So I totally understand the... Being upset feeling that way But at the same time I'm like He didn't reference the GoFundMe In particular in the sense of the details of it And attempt to make fun of that Right He was more so talking specifically to Ross And it's like If you're supposed to have all this money And be such a Why would your man even need to do that? Why would he even need to put up a sponsored ad that says, please help me, I'm in in need? If I'm a billionaire... My man can never do that. And your child... Needs a procedure. Needs a procedure. I'm I'm asking you how much and I'm donating the money. And that's that. That's how we kill kill all that. Why would you even... You wouldn't need a GoFundMe. DJ Envy brings up another conversation now. If you are in a position like a Rick Ross or whoever it is... And a close friend of yours or a family member needs something and they put up a GoFundMe, what does that make you? 
and you know you could just pay for it. It's not about them putting up the GoFundMe. It's them needing something to get done that they had to go to an extremity. Because if you to put up a GoFundMe, that means shit is extreme. Either that's not your man's man's. Right, or that's... Or there's some, some things going on there. And I'm talking about, again, I'm not talking about, listen, me and you both making 50. You ain't got it. I ain't got it. I'm going to still donate what I can, but I can't take care of the whole bill. First of all, XAB's favorite word has been on his podcast for, for the last few days, context. Rick Ross has horses. Rick Ross has tons of wing stops that he owns. Car, car show? Cars. Yeah, he just did a car show. Rick Ross has a mansion. Rick Ross has... Whether he got the money in his bank account or through a credit, he has money. He got it. He got it. Rick Ross is living a Rick Ross is living a better life than Envy. And Envy been doing this longer than Rick Ross. Rick Ross has diversified his portfolio. He owns a couple of businesses. His hand is in a couple of uh um movie and you know film partnerships. That nigga is making money hand over fist. He got it. He coulda he coulda now, what what the problem is is gonna what I see foreshadowing, gunplay and Rick Ross is gonna have a falling out. Watch behind this, they're gonna have a falling out. I, I see that coming a mile a minute. So, because DJ Envy exposed Rick Ross, exposed so cool. Him. Like that situation happened. <clears throat> GoFundMe is still active, by the way. Crazy, damn. Gunplay. Okay. I feel like I should play it. Yeah, you, you should probably. I, play I feel it. like I should play it. Cause what's, what's so crazy is. I thought the same energy Gunplay had on the phone when, when the call was recorded should have been the same energy that nigga had on the Drink Champs or whatever interview he just did with Yeah, that mom. wasn't Drink Champs. That was some goofy nigga yeah. shit. And I, I, that interview to me was 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 wild. <clears throat> that interview was trash. Oh, this shit decided to <laughs> say fuck uh, being connected? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, that's because that nigga is... Being Sue Vogel for our machinery right now. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, all right. In the words of T.I., he is being conspicuous and insipid at this moment. One of you assholes and Richard that went to GoFundMe and, and donated and went and get a motherfucking refund. You never gave it for, with your heart. His wife is bad, mm. by the way. You a piece of shit. I did look at his wife and I was like, damn, she bad. Richard! Mm. For real. I didn't even know you could do refunds on GoFundMe. That's crazy. But in 90 days. Yeah, within 90 days, yeah. that see me give my brother a gift, they automatically want to say that I bought that with GoFundMe money. had to pay that back. So now, if you really want to be for real, my if a nigga spunked out on the chain, how the they got it right back instantly right. with no pressure. Right. If that's what you, you want your back, here, <sighs> take it. Right. So all you f***ing and ass f***ers out there, f*** you, you never get. I, I, don't, he, need, he, I don't understand that. He could never, ever, he could never, by the way, he could, I hope GoFundMe bans him. He could never do a GoFundMe again for that fan. How are you mad at me? <laughs> if your clown ass decided. Right. To put up a GoFundMe, nigga. Not even, yo, you decided to put up a video of you giving an iced out chain to the biggest boss as he laid in his bed like an auntie. And you and you thought that was a perfect time to do it, you dumb motherfucker. Your GoFundMe is up. You you just put up asking for assistance, saying that your daughter is in a situation. 
And, you know, God cover her, please. And then you want to get upset and bring DJ Envy in it and talking about you going to sue him and all this other extra goofy shit. Because niggas took their money back. Now y'all want to sue. And no, they wanted to sue because uh, he even mentioned them. Oh, that was the the okay. whole Sue situation, which was trash. Okay, so that means they're going to lose. Okay, I get it now. They're going to lose. That. Then the GoFundMe niggas start taking a money back. You can't be upset about that. And you're mad. That's like me putting up a GoFundMe and then saying, yo. Oh, and then I put up a video of me buying you a house, my nigga. And and being like, I need this GoFundMe though for for my car repairs. Niggas gonna be like, the money you use to buy that nigga a house, why didn't you repair your car? Crazy. It don't make it. So why would and then niggas decided to get a refund? I can't be mad at that. Damn, that might have been bad timing to put that video up. Uh yeah, nigga. <laughs> oh, maybe I maybe maybe it was like from Years ago, and I decided, but that it's the optics of social media. I'm sorry. I see two things happening. Yeah, his wife is. There. I ain't really look at the first time. His wife is ever. There's gonna be problems in their marriage after this situation. You know, again, God put a hand of protection over the daughter. Hope the surgery is successful, or whatever procedure needs to get done. In terms of Rick Ross and gunplay, their relationship is also gonna be different after this as well. Um, GoFundMe, please ban that nigga as well. He was talking crazy. Yeah, that was that was. Go ban that nigga. You know what? That sounded like embarrassment to me. Yeah, he bro, he was embarrassed. Of course, he was embarrassed. That sounded like he hurt too a little bit. I put this GoFundMe up for my and, daughter, and now I'm getting kind of exposed. I don't know if the GoFundMe money went to the chain or not, but the fact that you had money for that type of chain, that type of chain that he gave to Rick Ross is mm, like 150 and up. That chain, Minimum. that chain could have helped with the surgery. Clean. Unless it was fake. <laughs> and I'm sure Rick Ross ain't wearing no fake chain. Um, but yeah. Um, Apple glasses came out. Yeah, I'm good off that. When I first saw it, I said, oh yeah, I could see X-Rock on that. I'm good off that. I'm good off that. 30, it's revolutionary in the sense of... $3,500 is the price tag. Yeah, it's revolutionary in the sense of... Where it's going is futuristic without any bounds. What we see Tony Stark doing Iron Man when he pulls up Jarvis and he brings up four or five different screens. That's what's happening. That's what's happening with those glasses. You, you, You can pull up a Word document on the side. You can type. You can do a lot of different things. It's just this iteration of it. I don't think it's going to catch on until it gets smaller. Um, I'm not saying it's not. It's going to do well. Niggas is going to go buy that. Which is, which, so my only thing is somebody has to educate. I only have one Apple product. <laughs> I don't have a Mac. Uh, actually, I'm lying. I have the headphones, but I don't have like the, the earbuds or whatever they're called. I don't have... You know, none of that shit. I just have this. What type of consumer that does not even make $3,500 a month look like buying these? And what will they be looking for? One thing I see happening, they're going to 
um, I could see this taking the fashion industry to the next level. I could definitely see this taking the fashion industry to now, not just the models wearing it, what they'll be able to do during those those runways now in terms of like how they'll be able to maybe have them wear it and then project what they're seeing on it. I could see that going to the now. I could see music going to an, to another level with this video gaming, obviously, and of course, TV and film. That's going to a whole nother level. What's the downside of this, though? XAB, what is the downside? The price tag. <laughs> I mean, the, again, the average person is not. I'm personally, when I saw that, I was like, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to see in a few months when they, they said it's going to drop, what, September, October? I was like, I could see X copping those. I'm not copying the first iteration. Okay. Maybe not. I mean, there's those are the pro versions, and pro versions are typically a lot more expensive than the regular. Let's see what the regular price is going to be. Um, but in terms of of them, um, the downside could be niggas is going to get robbed for <laughs> that first year. <laughs> hey, niggas is going to get robbed uh, that first year that these shits come out. So yeah. when you say niggas, who, who specifically we talking about? <laughs> We talking about black people, white people. We, we talk, talk about, about all the niggas that, yeah. <laughs> all the ignorant niggas that okay. decide to go outside with them shits on their face. Now I have a question. You're probably getting robbed. I, I, have, I have a question for you. With these coming out, because they're coming out, it's inevitable, right? Where's the safest place to have these? Soho. <laughs> Okay, I, upper Upper East Side. I, to say, I don't see, I don't, I don't feel much niggas gonna be getting robbed over there. Nah, but Soho for sure. Nah. Brooklyn There's cops over there a lot too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, parts of Bushwick, Jamaica Queens, South Side. Don't have them shits on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have a face, <laughs> niggas. Give me a shit, nigga. Your face will be replaced. <laughs> like thirty five a pop. Niggas is going to rob and resell them shits. Not only resell it, they gonna add shit with it. It's gonna come with a bucket. Yeah, yo, this shit got a, a police detector. <laughs> you like it'll scan niggas and let you a, know that nigga is an op. This, like this shit got a ways feature. <laughs> but that's where it's going though. So apparently, with the Google glasses, Google glasses, if you look at somebody, it can pull up their identity. Then you got. The- <laughs> Dog, can I leave Earth? Can I leave? Where's the door to just leave? I don't don't want to die. I just want to leave. So imagine what the Apple Glasses is about to do. I don't want to come back. Apple Glasses is going to be like, yo, she's horny. Go talk to her right now. Like, as the shit starts to evolve, bro. Bro, I don't want it. That is where we're going, son. I don't want it. That nigga over there is angry. Stay away from him. Bro, I don't want it. Him over there in the train... Yeah, that nigga over there, he's been looking at you in these glasses for the last 10 minutes. He's about to rob us. <laughs> That's how the shit going to talk. He's about to rob us. So, if that's where it's going, our thoughts will never be private anymore now. Well, that's where this nigga Elon Musk is trying to take I'm, it. So... See, the Apple glasses are still an extension. I don't know, man. Because the Apple glasses would be able to kind of scan a person. Well, the Google, let's say Google, because Google glasses are actually doing this. They scan a person, 
and they bring up their ID. At some point, it's going to be able to scan a person and at least tell you like a structural deficiency. Like, oh, his kneecap is broken. Like in a fight scenario, let's say you walking down the street, somebody actually does try to rob you. Your glasses might be able to tell you. Hit him in the left knee. There seems to be a fracture there and then run. You know, you know what this reminds me of? I forgot the name of them shits. What was the name of them shits that they wore in the first Dragon Ball Z? Oh, the Scouters? The Scouters. The Scouters could tell you everything about a nigga power, about a nigga strength. All that. All that. We about to get there, son. Bro, the Scouters is, nigga, nigga, this is the Scouter, nigga. Clean. Dragon Ball Z predicted this shit. Yo, a lot of shows been predicting the future, and the future been futuring. The future has the been future and we, we are here. Um, I think I think these are going to get dangerous. And what I'm more concerned about is when they do get to, a, when all of the technology gets to a point where we can read each other's mind. There's a singularity coming for sure. How, 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 how sacred or not even sacred, how safe Will we be now having the human experience? I don't think we're going to be much safer in terms of just going out. Like, how safe will we be now? I mean, the human experience is going to evolve. That's what's going to happen. Just like with cell phones. Oh, yeah. There used to be a time where you could not connect with somebody. If they if they went outside, you had to wait for them to return right. back home. So with the invention of cell phones, we are connected 24-7. So we're more connected than anything. But are we connected? Because we're using that word loosely. We're not really connected, dog. I mean... We're not really connected. We, I feel like... An argument could be made there, for I f- sure. I feel like with... This is my fear with technology in general. This is my general fear. We're going to become so connected to our phones, to our technological devices. We're going to become disconnected from our real self. We're going to actually forget who we are. And we're going to be so caught up in the metaverse, so caught up in the Google, so caught up in the um, iPhone and all of their technology. We're going to actually forget we're actually human. I mean, I think that's a real fear. I also think, though, that um, there's just the possibility, too, that the human experience evolves and it changes and it's something different. And we can't predict what that difference will be um, because... There's always going to be a backlash to anything technological, to anything created that has a big impact on society. But there's also good that comes with it all. Like, are we connected in terms of social ways of connecting as from the 90s, 80s, 70s? Absolutely not. But are we connected in the sense of if you get into a car crash right now, your phone can go and hit 911 for you when you're incapacitated. Yeah. Or or before you even get into a car crash, there's some cars that stop immediately. Once they see it's about to be a collision, they just cut off. So, like, there's always a trade-off. Um, and there is a change in culture and society. And that is... That is a threat to some extent because if people do start as we as we've kind of warned on this podcast several times, if people start to live through their technology, 
as a form of living in general, then we end up in a place where people are easily manipulated. People are lazier. People are just simply attached to the matrix. That's when the matrix becomes a real thing. Will that happen? It really depends on the humans that are around during that time and what they decide in terms of, okay, what does regulation regarding these products look like for the average person? Because what I'm talking about in terms of being able to read emotions and stuff, that might have to be regulated. That might have to be, all right, yeah, this shit could read your emotions, but it can't read the next person's emotions. What would dictate that is how helpful would that be to society? Because the technology is there. They've been working on this for a while now to, to have technology that can read human emotion and be able to say, this person is sad right now, or this person is angry, or this person is, is happy. Like So that is coming down the pipeline. Will it be regulated, though? Will it be something that, again, maybe is only um, available to you? Maybe you can only read your emotions, but I can't scan you and be like, oh, shit, this nigga's really upset right now. So I don't know. It It's interesting. It's scary because it's so we know this level of technology is almost unstoppable. So going down that road is a road that we've never been down before. My my only question, again, I've asked this a lot on this podcast about a lot of things. How far are we willing to go? When will we say, you know what, we've we're good where we're at a we're at a spot where we don't have to try to continue. You know, this is why some people believe, yo, these people that are they're trying to be God, they're trying to they're trying to get to a point where it's like, but will it be good enough if they've gotten to whatever point they say is good? I think an answer to that question is. In. So there's been if you go on YouTube, there's been a lot of more recent videos that talk about levels of civilization. And there's something called like a level five civilization. And level five civilization. Is essentially being able to manipulate your entire reality, like everything around you, you have such a mastery over you you can manipulate it and civilizations i think are always going to try and progress until they get to that point at minimum we're considered not even we're like a level one or underneath level one civilization they consider like level one being able to harness nuclear energy in a way that isn't harmful like, and then they have the next one where it's like, they they basically get to a point where it's like, yo, if you can start harnessing stars and shit, you're like a level two civilization or some wild shit like that. You'll be able to, to travel a galaxy. You'll be able to, to go the speed of light relatively easy, like shit like that. So I encourage listeners to, to go into it because I'm not explaining it nearly as well as if you watch any of those videos, um, Will. But I think... When you look at it from that lens, we're in infancy. We're in, we're nowhere near the scary parts of of like where science and technology can take us, even though it's scary for us because this is a huge revolutionary 
period. But when you think about what it would take to fucking travel to another galaxy, we don't we don't know how to to even bend gravity or matter or anything to that level to do that now. So there's a long way and a lot of shit for us to learn. But in the interim, the human decision making really dictates what happens because with nuclear energy, you also have nuclear bombs with Apple glasses that can probably tell you in an instant, yo, that person over there is choking. They need the Heimlich maneuver. You got glasses that can say, yo, if you hit that nigga right there hard enough, he could die. So it's always that yin and and yang and us not knowing where we're going to land. But it has to do with the collective unconscious of what we believe is right and just. I also see a lot of these glasses, unfortunately, getting broken. Like I see people just getting upset. Not the consumer, people that seeing people with them. Gonna try to rob him. Oh, can't rob. Right, yeah, you going just, to jail? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just break your shit. Niggas is gonna be breaking them shits. Going to jail. Niggas is gonna get them for their kids. Niggas gonna uh, kids is gonna be getting it taken from school. They are gonna fight the t. They gonna burn the school down like the girl in Guyana. Yeah, she that was wild. Down, killed 19 people. I don't know what has come of that story, but uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get bad. They're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be probably used for the to, first three years, like the like the iPhone. Niggas was oh, getting oh, robbed. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, prior to the iPhone, the number one phone that was getting stolen during this time is the T-Mobile Sidekick. Oh, yeah, niggas was that, getting... They was getting juked at parties. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's the new shiny thing? Give me that. Oh, the, sh- oh, the screen flips up? You know what's uh, crazy, though? You don't hear about phones getting stolen that much anymore. Because this is what I feel like. All of the companies decided, you know what? Let's make it affordable for everybody to get. Yeah, a phone. everybody can get a phone. Before it was not for affordable. And this is this is yes, fucking get it, getting a cell phone was like the equivalent of like getting like a fucking Rolex. Apple is testing this shit. This this price point is on purpose. A particular type of person is going to be able to buy it. That's all I was getting at. Like the niggas that's really getting bright. If you're getting ten k a month, you're definitely getting that. They're going to test it. They're going to, those are also probably the range of niggas that don't mind writing a review and letting you know if this shit is dirt or where it needs to improve. And in about three to five years, they're going to come out with a version that is like the cell phone that anybody, everybody could get. They're going to come up with this version that's on your fucking watch. The watch, you just press a button, it pops up. Yeah, they're going to come up, they're going to come out with a version that just everybody can get. They're trying to kill the phone. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, everybody's been saying that. They they want to get rid of phones, which is they want a hand-free experience where a nigga could just, whether it's a watch, the problem with the watch is there's no real interface. They're too small. But with glasses, though, if you don't want to put a chip in your brain like how Elon trying to go. I was about to say the route that we're probably going to go is the chips. Well, that's what Elon wants to do. Elon wants to put that I feel like, neural link in your, in I, your brain. I feel like niggas, if it becomes niggas, is gonna, I don't. I'm good I mean, the only thing that's is too much power. I think a lot of people are still hesitant and rightfully so with putting something in the human body, putting something on that you could remove. More people are comfortable with that. I don't think I don't think it's taboo because if I'm not mistaken, there was definitely an episode in X-Men where they were doing that. Chips was going to niggas wrist. 
Yeah, but Pete, that's 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 fucking X Men. That ain't real life. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of again, there's a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. They're depicting life a certain way, and it's gonna be influenced by real life at some point. They nah, they've definitely been depicting it for a long period of time, but a lot of consumers have been against it. They've even tested it. There was a company that their workers had to be chi- not had to be, but they got chipped. And that was how they bought things within the the um the building that they worked in. That was how they were getting access in and out. That just is harder to catch on one because a lot of people consider that to be the mark of the beast. All right. Like if you're religious, a lot of people will say that that is the true mark of the beast that we're going to you know, that the world's about to end. That's one. And then two, that's just not something that a lot of people are, I don't think, keen to. But to your point, they do have now the diabetes patch that, you know, that goes into your arm and you wear it all day and you can scan it. So that's, I guess, similar to like a chip. That's where we're going, bro. I have, I have no further comment, Your Honor. <laughs> um, what's the tough knot? Now, I said this one on the show before, but I'm going to say it again. His birthday's coming up. In the words of Tupac, it's going to be some stuff you're going to see. It's going to make it hard to smile in the future. Tupac's your call. Mm. Um, I might have said this before on here, but I'm going to reiterate it. Um, rejection and your ability to react to it in a positive or negative way is rooted in your ability to accept that what you want isn't always what you need or what you should get. The only reason why you get so upset when something you really want doesn't want you back and that can be person place or thing is because you've given yourself a self-limiting belief that this is the best that you can get or this is what you really think will make you happy and it doesn't allow you to understand that if this is rejecting you it could also mean that there is something better it could also mean that there is something greater. And so when you kind of shift your mind to realize that being rejected doesn't necessarily mean unworthiness or anything of that nature, and it doesn't mean that that thing is better than you or that thing is in a place that is unobtainable to you, when you realize that it's literally a redirection, oh, okay, it's not here that I'm supposed to land. Well, where am I supposed to land? Like, if you change your mind to that, I think you find yourself in a way more comfortable position going through life, figuring out exactly where you need to be as opposed to where you want to be, what you think you deserve, what you think think you need and simply realizing oh okay if i'm not celebrated here i damn sure will be celebrated somewhere else 
but I have to stay positive because if I get into a negative space about it, I might be the one that stops me from landing in the greatest position that I can. Another episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties.